The following podcast is closed caption for the Disney impaired. It is intended for mature audiences and parental discretion is advised. Mouse Rants will make this available at all times because it's on the internet. And if you don't like that, then you can go fuck yourself. Rants episode 179. This is your host, that's me, Jerry Skids. With me as always, my co-host, Simone Blah, Simone DeMilo. Sup, 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 yo, 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 yo. I am doing night today. How are you doing, yo? I'm okay. That's good. Just hanging out, listening to the tunes on the radio. Oh, I love some good tunes. That's right. I think the tune that we'll be listening to, Jungle Boogie, mm. by Cool and the Gang. Well, right here on Mouse France Radio. Oh yeah, we're a radio station now? Sure, why not? We were a radio station once before in our long time ago past when we were Mouse Raves, remember that? Oh yeah, that's right. It's 20 years of our lives right there. I know. Let's see. Hello, it's uh, Mouse Raves. It's yeah. NPR. Yeah, oh, so we... <laughs> before we were like this happy-go-lucky, having fun radio station, now we're NPR. Yeah. So, this is... Uh, Dick Dale doing Miserlu. It was pretty good. Pretty good, you know, back in the day when uh, when the song came out, you know, we were all young and ready and raring to go. Loving those surf tunes, surfing down in California. What do you think about that, uh, Simone? Oh, I think that, um, you know, I just want to get on my board and, you know, go and hit the waves. You know, it's really nice Lovely. to... I love hitting the waves. You know, I'm waves, a big waves. surf fanatic. Waves. Surf, waves. Surf. Waves. Surf surfing. So today we're talking about, as I'm sure you can tell at this point. Oh, wow. I didn't even fade that out. It did it by itself. Oh, nice. There we go. <laughs> Faded. Uh, talking about the uh, hit film from Disney Productions, <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Yes. Well, maybe not from Disney Productions, but from Miramax. Yes. And, uh, Which was Disney. owned by Disney because Disney owns everything. That's correct. 1994 was a very fun year for Disney. We had Pulp Fiction and uh, also the movie we'll be talking about next week, which we'll get to then. 
Mm. Uh, and also, didn't the the Tootsie Roll happen or something? Oh no, the uh, all these like MTV Yo raps stuff happened then or something like that. Didn't what, that what in 1994? <laughs> Yo, 1994. Whoop! There it is. That oh, yeah. was also yeah. Whoop! Oh, there it is. Was and, then, and then whoop! Wait, whoop! Right. And then whoop! Right. It's two different bands, right? Uh, yeah, the first one, Whoop, there it is, was the original Woomp. one. Woomp. That was Tag Team. Okay, and then there's Woot. Woot, there it is, was, I believe, 95 South, I want to say their name uh-huh. was. Um, the difference is very minimal. These two songs came out completely separately, mm. and according to the people in 95 South, had nothing to do with the first song. Okay. Wasn't even Wasn't even related. So they lied. Well, let, let's see. <laughs> Might as well... Before we talk about Pulp Fiction, talk about some more 90, 1994 yes. genius in there. Here's Whoop, yes. there it is. We're not going to listen to the whole thing, I promise. Oh, yeah, we got to hear something. I don't mind listening to the whole thing. You do. Well, I, it's not me. The audience didn't, didn't come here to hear Whoop, there it is. They, they came Maybe here, they did. No, Maybe. they came here to hear Whoop, there it is. That could be their jam. That could be like their wedding song. Well, let's, that's terrible. Let's find out. Party people! <laughs> always happens in everything. Yeah. Not whoop there is. Whoop yes. there it is. Can you imagine that? Someone's just fucking someone like from behind and yeah. screaming whoop there it is. <laughs> How are you letting that fuck you up? You're like laka laka shaka laka shaka laka I'm not doing a very good job. Gin and juice. Gin Juice. Come on. Uh, All right, maybe we'll have a better with Woot. With Woot, because this is annoying. Why are they like like curse like beeping the curses? I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't this know. That's very strange. This is Spotify me. too, which is weird. It is. Listen to Woot. There it is. Foot. 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 So far, it's the same, except it's got. In the background. Yeah. Remember, this has nothing to do with Woot there. Okay, okay, let's listen to the non-differences. Spread them cheeks. This is this is outwardly sexual. Yeah. <laughs> This is butt fucking. Yep. So this is anal. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> no. You, Woot, there it is. is. <laughs> this has nothing to do with whoop there it is at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Slow-mo. Lomo. Salt shaker. Paid? Oh, yeah, prostitution. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's, that's enough of this. No. Okay. That's 95 Souths. Woot, there it is. So they just, it's basically the same thing, except this one is like about prostitution <laughs> and anal. And then, I mean, look, the verse is different, but it's still, woot, there it is. Like, there's no, like... There's no way they didn't hear the first song and go, let's do that, but with a different word. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That it's, was so stupid. Do you think maybe it was like a, um, like, uh, you know, like when when rappers like will use another rapper's song to make mm -hmm. fun of them? Mm -hmm. oh, maybe right, they were doing that. You think so? You well, know what I mean? Yeah, like they were taking, they were like, yeah, your song was like pussy. So we're going to do another one where we're telling you about all the fucking rather than the then, oh, yeah, here's all these, like, words. I mean, he says derriere in the other song. So oh, he's like, yeah, yeah we're not going to say derriere. We're going to say spread your ass cheeks. Yeah, this one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like they're making, like, you know, this one is the uh, the honest trailers or whatever. Like the, <laughs> What? This is the honest trailers? I don't know. The honest trailers. They don't curse is, that. They beep everything. Oh, stupid yeah. Thing. But, I mean, this is like, you know, the, I guess it could be, like, a parody of it just because the other one was beating around the bush. And this one is, uh. <laughs> Out like outwardly sexual. Yeah, so maybe they were whoop. They, they, maybe they called it whoop. There it is as their own. Like here's my whoop. There it is. Yeah. But then the record label was like, we can't do that. And he's like, all right, all right, whoop. Same thing. And they let the, the let this happen. And they're like, all right, we'll do whoop. There it is. And there's whoop. There it is. There I bet is. you we can look it up. I mean, there's got to be some sort of information out there. Whoop. There it is versus whoop. Um. Oh, here we go. Wikipedia. Let's oh, see there what you go. has to say. Um, so. Oh, Tag Team actually had theirs released in 93. Oh, it was 93. Oh. But like it got popular in 94. Yeah. Because we know that. So, okay. So the song samples a beginning synthesizer from some Ital Italo disco hit, I'm oh. Ready by Kano. Oh. Um, oh, wait. Was Woot first? <gasps> hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Let's go back to the beginning. Whoop, there it is, a song by Miami-based group Tag Team. Reached wow. number two on the Hot 100 charts. The song's critical reception has been mixed, appearing on both best and worst of all-time lists. It is frequently parodied, and... Is it? It is? Is it parodied frequently? I mean, what? Tag Tom... Tag Tom. Tag, tag Tom. Team tried to prolong the success of Whoop, there it is, with Adam's Family and Disney versions. What? That's right. I think we talked about it once before in, in uh, the Unwrapped, when we listened to Mickey Unwrapped. Mm -hmm. We had to have talked. In fact, we may have had this exact same conversation back then. We might have had it. It's uh, but, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, but guess what? We forgot it, so you'll uh, get to hear it again. Yeah. Um, but none of those cracked the top 40. Yeah, because they did have a Disney version of it. It was oh, like, whoop, shit. Mickey Mouse or some oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> so it says, the chorus is almost the same as the song, Woot, There It Is, released by fellow Miami-based 95 South a month earlier. <gasps> so Woot was first. Oh, shit. And then Woop, which is crazy because Woop is the only one everyone knows. And then yeah. we, like the radio started playing Woot way later. Yeah. 
Um, but the verse lyrics are very different. Both songs charted the Billboard at the same time, but Woot There It Is peaked at 11, and Woot peaked at 2. Oh, shit. Members of 95 South claim the tag team copied their work, Woot There It Is, mm. which was released Mar- March of 93, two months before Woot There It Is. Now it says mm. two months before it said one month. What's going on here? Uh, it is Wikipedia. Uh, both singles were recorded in Atlanta. Oh, shit. <laughs> tag team member DC, I guess that's his name, claimed that the phrase whoop, there it is, was coined by strippers from Florida working oh, in Atlanta. Oh, so that's like a thing. Yeah. DJ was, DC, the, ca- the guy, was a DJ at an adult entertainment establishment in Georgia during the time. Uh, 95 South, however, were Miami-based, which led most to believe DC was either simply lying and knew about the track, or he was actually unaware that the phrase uh, the Florida strippers were repeating in Georgia was an already from an already released track. So he's basically saying that either he was completely lying, which is probably the truth, yeah, or he isn't lying, and they did the Florida strippers. Uh, did say that in Georgia yeah. because of the song that he never heard before. Huh. Now, we all know that's bullshit because whoop, there it is. It's the same as whoop, there it is. Who would think of, at the exact no. same time to have that exact lyrical structure? Yeah. It is a stolen song. There's no yes. way around it. But um, yeah, whoop became famous. Yeah. Uh, it seemed very high, it seemed highly unlikely, if not impossible, for a professional DJ to be unaware of such a widely played track, especially considering that the Florida strippers he DJed for requested their own music to dance to. Mm. So, yeah, the guy, DC or whatever, the guy from Tag Team is a lying piece of shit. Yeah. However, even and even though their song is cleaner, I like it much better. Something about it. Is better and it was yeah. more popular in the end. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's more appealing sounding. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. There's nothing else about. Yeah, the me. other one was just like too like overly sexual, like in a like too graphic of a way. I oh, think. I think that's funny. Like I like when you listen to like boom boom boom. Let me hear you say away, oh, because the radio version you don't hear the real lyrics. You hear like this dumb shit that they repeat over and over. Let again. me lick your veggie town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, something like it is like let me lick your something or other. It's like put that honey in my face, which wasn't in the radio version. Oh, yeah, they didn't have that whole like sex it's stuff. It's definitely about like you know like licking some ass and veg. Yeah. So Probably. so they had a you know the <laughs> so there's the Adams family version, which is the Adams family womp. Hmm. And this is weird because Adam's family also in the same movie had they do what they want to do, say what they want to say, play, live how they want to live, play how they want to play yeah. by MC Hammer. Yeah. Boom! There it is. It is. <laughs> and and then of course the Disney had whoop! There it went. What? It's is uh, <laughs> it's the same song but with several of its profane lyrics altered for children to depict Donald's party. In this version, rather than oh, yeah? the generic in the original. So it's Wait, Donald Duck a having a party and all the sex, like, nonsense. Oh, he had a party? What party was his birthday? We're not listening to it again. We heard of the right. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> no, uh, we definitely listened to that okay. uh, unwrapped album. Okay, fine. On this show. So, mm, there you fine. go. Fine. We won't listen to Donald's party again. He has a birthday every year anyway. <laughs> Happy birthday, it's, it's Donald's, Donald's birthday. birthday, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. It's Donald. <laughs> I don't know. We definitely talked about that over and over again. Yes, on this we did. Too. That's true, we did. <laughs> oh, God, did we talk about it for that episode constantly? I know. Every single thing. Happy birthday. <laughs> I love All that right. song. 
Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Anal. Speaking of anal, Pulp Fiction. No, not anal. Oh, this, uh, there, there, there was a little bit of anal going on there. Probably a little. Uh, oh, yeah, there was anal. Yeah. But, okay. So, Pulp Fiction, of course, came out in 1994 amongst a billion other movies mm-hmm. that came out in 1994. Do you want to talk about those real quick? Sure. About what it was up against? 1994. I love it. Uh, probably. I like big butts. Wait, was that from 94? I don't know. Um, so, here are some movies that came out in 1994. And you tell me. I w- all I want you to do is tell me if Pulp Fiction is better or not. <laughs> oh, that's it? Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. Cabin Boy. Fuck is Cabin Boy. Okay, never mind. Wait, that that's Adam Sandler. No, it's not. It's Chris Elliott, actually. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ace Ventura, yes. Pet Detective. Yes, it's better than Ace Ventura. And Bad Cabin Boy. I'm uh, pretty, pretty sure. Oh, yeah, it's Cabin Boy. Uh, blank Check. What the fuck is Blank Check? That was that movie uh, where a little boy makes out with a grown woman who works at a bank. Uh, that's or weird. I think she works for the FBI or something. I don't remember. That sounds illegal. <laughs> it was a very strange movie. <laughs> Uh, it was a Disney movie, and what? yeah, and uh, this kid like gets a blank check from a mobster mm-hmm. accidentally or whatever, or he no he he I think he like ruins his bike and he gives him a blank check to pay for a new bike, but he mm-hmm. decides to make it up for a million dollars. Okay, and for some reason he seems to be able to buy a lot more than a million dollars would be able to buy. Oh yeah, so that's, with a million dollars, that's a movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, My Girl 2. I did not see that. No. Really? Or, no. Well, now I know we have to watch My Girl 2. That's that's in the bank right there. Uh, the Chase. What is that? That's with Charlie Sheen and Christy Swanson and Henry Rollins. Oh, Henry Rollins. That's right. Love that guy. Yeah. Don't you love him? All right. Four Weddings at a Funeral. I didn't see that. Isn't that Julia Roberts? And, uh... No it's, it, no, it's Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant. Mm. Yeah. Okay, uh... <laughs> the Ref. Didn't see that. I didn't see any movies in 94. Well, The Hudsucker Proxy is an amazing movie. Oh, is, it's that, a like, Brothers. is that like uh, with the, the Pelican Brief? No, it's not. It's it not sounded like they would go together. No, The Hudsucker Proxy is about Tim Robbins. He start, he gets a job at a company and he has all these creative new ideas. And Was Tim Robbins also in The Pelican Brief? I don't know who was in The Pelican Brief except Julia Roberts. Oh, okay. Who you seem to keep thinking is in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the ref. Again? The ref. Oh, again. I, I, I didn't realize they said that. Okay. Uh, Monkey Trouble. What the fuck is Monkey Trouble? That was is that a movie like with... a Jungle Jungle sequel or something? <laughs> that was with Thor Birch, and she uh, gets a monkey. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds cute. Yeah. Uh, Disney? <laughs> um, is that Disney? It is not. New okay. Line. Uh, Mighty Ducks 2. Did not see that. Okay. Major League 2. No, did not see that. Uh, by the way, I'm getting to the. See, the thing is. 94 didn't start out so great, no. as we can tell. But it's going to get good. Watch. Okay. Uh, wait until you get a little bit later. Um, Cereal Mom. Didn't see that. Jo- what? Yes, you did. Did I? That's with oh, Kathleen Turner. Turner. Oh, yeah, she's kills everybody, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, she's yeah, we did see Mom. it. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yes. Her Pulp like Fiction's still better. I liked it, but Pulp Fiction was better. Yes. Correct. Did you ever see Cops and Robertsons with no. fucking Chevy Chase? No. Yeah. He plays a dad who, like, hangs out with Jack Palance. No. And the boy from um, Free Willy's in it? No. Yeah, that movie. Uh, what else came out? PCU. That movie's great. Oh, we saw that. Because the world 
is a strange place. PCU right now. again. <laughs> um, do you ever see With Honors with uh, Brandon Fraser and Joe Pesci? No. Joe Pesci a... plays a bum and Brendan Fraser like befriends him. Oh, how cute. <laughs> um, clean slate. Is that that piece word? of shit with Dana Carvey. No, what is that? Does someone like die and then they get a clean slate? They get reborn again? Uh, he, it's similar, except he's just his brain. It's like oh. Memento, but you know, bad. Oh no. <laughs> uh, the Crow. No, I did not. I should have seen that. <laughs> that movie um, was fine. Let's say. Yeah. The Flintstones. I think I did. Which one was the John Candy? Uh, not John Candy. Yeah, uh, John Candy. John Goodman? Goodman, yeah. Yeah, I saw that Rick one. Rick Moranis. Yes, Rosie I, O'Donnell is fucking... Yep, I definitely saw that. Why was Rosie O'Donnell Betty? She's supposed I to be hot. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I did love, like, the Flintstones cartoon series. Yes, well... So yeah. I had to see the Flintstones, <laughs> at, like, live action. What about Renaissance Man? Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. That was a good it's a movie. Very, very good movie. And it's not better than Pulp Fiction. But... No, but it's a very good movie. Yes. Speed. Uh, I might have seen that on a bus. <laughs> I might have actually seen that on a bus, though. Like, because we went on a lot of like bus trips and stuff like that when I was in college. Yeah. And I think we actually saw Speed on the bus as one of the movies. Not one really of the VHS. You want to watch on a bus? Probably not. But I think we saw that on a bus anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, getting even with Dad. No, I didn't see that. Who was in that? That was Macaulay Culkin and Ted Danson. Mm, no, dancing, dancing, dancing. No. <laughs> Um, there's this, I, you probably haven't heard of this one, um, but I'll, I'll just tell you anyway. Uh, the Lion King. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> is think, that about, like, chihuahuas? Yeah, something like that. Do you think The Lion King was better, or do you think Pulp Fiction was better? Ooh, that's tough, because like, I think that to they're me, two different. To me, it's not a question, but yeah. <laughs> that's, like, they're in two different leagues. I can't. Compa- like compare them. I can. Pulp Fiction's better. Oh, yeah. Next. <laughs> How about Little Big League? The Little Big League 2? What is that? Uh, that was with... Um, Gina Davis. No, that's League of Their Own. Some guy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Baby's Day Out. No, what the fuck is that? Okay, so it's this awful fucking movie about a baby who gets around town and, again, is involved with a bunch of mobsters and shit like that. What's up with the children and mobsters? I know, but this time it's a baby and accidentally fucks up these mobsters' scheme. Oh. Now, it's with Joe Mantegna and Joe Pantoliano. Oh, yeah. Middle finger. And uh, Lara Flynn Boyle. Hmm. And John Hughes did the screenplay. What? The movie is the worst piece of shit ever. Oh, John Hughes, I what know, happens? I know, I know. These were the later years. It, it, it was the later years. Um, pa- I was going to say Pulp Fiction. Uh, Forrest Gump. Eh, I saw bits of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I don't what? You I never was. saw the whole thing I, of Forrest Gump? I saw, Gump? like, parts of it. I just didn't, like, you know, because they would play it, like, at the, um, <laughs> like, it's... At, Pit the Pathmark Center, like the supermarket, they had like, you know, this like video store on the lower level and like some yarn store that like a Michael's. And I remember seeing bits of it like, you know, them playing it outside of the video store. Well, Forrest Gump is incredibly overrated. It's 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 not a bad movie, but people like it shouldn't have won a fucking Oscar. Did it it win didn't the, deserve it. It won the Oscar? Yes! Oh. Over Pulp Fiction! This because like 
autism wins. <laughs> it's true. It's very it's, true. Autism wins. Like freaking uh, Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime yeah. or whatever, like on Broadway, was an, about an autistic boy, and it was up against Hand of God, which was about some guy and his evil puppet who went crazy. And freaking, I thought that that guy should have, the puppet guy should have absolutely won because he had to act against himself. And it was crazy because like the puppet's like acting psychotic and he's reacting to the puppet, but then also like has the voice, the crazy of the puppet while like making faces as scared as himself. He was fucking nuts. There was so much energy that's required, but then like, you know, autism always wins. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pulp. What? You're Wait, was, hold on. What was, was Jafar's Gump autistic? Who? Was Forrest Gump autistic? No. Oh, how did I think he was autistic? <laughs> well, there was clearly something wrong with him. Nobody really knows what it was. Oh. He, um, at the beginning, the doctor just says his IQ is 75. Oh. So he's d- very dumb, but we don't oh. know more about We don't know if he's that. actually autistic. I thought that he was autistic this whole time. <laughs> no. Also, you're kicking your legs like a four-year-old, and it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm a hot on a high chair. That's what you do. <laughs> You're sitting on a high chair. You kick your legs like a four-year-old. <laughs> Why? That's like a natural instinct. Oh boy, it's so funny. Um, so Forrest Gump, while a, a good movie, it's not a great movie, and it doesn't deserve the Oscar. You do, however, have to fucking watch the entire thing, though. I thought you've seen it. No. You've made plenty of references yeah, to it. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of different parts of the movie. Fair enough. Um, Angels in the Outfield. That's about baseball. It is I about did, baseball. I, I did not see it. J. Gina Davis. No. Little Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Aww. And Tony Danza. Oh, yeah? Danny Glover. And um, Christopher Lloyd. Never saw that. <laughs> All right, let's see. How about True Lies? True Lies? Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a... Uh, mobster? No. <laughs> Can you imagine? I am a mobster. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine his Italian accent? <laughs> I can't even fathom doing his accent trying to do an Italian accent. Oh, God, I don't even know how you would even do that. <laughs> I am a, mo- a mobster. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Pasta. Oh, boy. Anyway, he's like um, a CIA or something like that. And he spends a lot of time away from his family. Jamie Lee Curtis is his wife. And Eliza Dushku, in what either is her first role, or at least her first role I've ever seen mm-hmm. her in, uh, is the daughter. And oh, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a fun movie, actually. I'm not a huge fan of action movies, but um, half of it is great. Um, what about North? <laughs> Oh yeah! Quick, take his pants off. <laughs> oh, that's that gem of a movie. I love that movie. That movie is one of these movies that everyone hates, and I just don't understand why. Like, kind of like Tomorrowland. Like, so many people hate Tomorrowland, as we did in the previous episode. Yeah. And I don't fucking get it because that movie's great. Yeah. This movie, everyone shits on, and I think it's hysterical. No, I think it's funny as hell. My crack? Would... Why are you showing my crack? We don't want Hugh. We don't want Hugh. Yeah, they just stole that in something we saw recently. Yeah, we did. I forgot what it was. Hugh. I'm sure we shouldn't spoil it, whatever it is. Yeah, we probably shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, The Mask. Oh, yeah. I saw that. So The Mask and Ace Ventura came out the same year. Oh, yeah. So this was a big year for Jim Carrey. It really was. Okay, Airheads. Oh, we love that movie. Well, how many great comedies came out in 1994? Damn. Airheads, still not better than Pulp Fiction. 
but a great movie. Yes. Um, in the Army Now, not a great comedy. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Paul Shore and um, Andy love, Dick. You love both of them. And Essay Morales. Oh, I wrote to my essay. <laughs> and I wrote to my essay, a freaking South Park reference. Yes. Yeah, you probably, I don't even remember what season that was. That's very <laughs> funny. Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. I did not see it, but I've heard references to it. It's a fat camp, right? No. Oh. It's Christopher Lloyd, again, and he, uh... It has a fake camp. It's like, uh... Yeah, it's a it's fake like, camp. I, it's like that movie where, like, they come up with a fake college, but it's accept, a camp. Accepted. Accepted, but it's yeah. a camp. This was first. Okay, so they stole Except from... Except it was, like, 2001. Oh, and so this one, it's like whatever camp they wanted it to be, just so then that right. way they can, like... Yeah, it's the same home. thing. It's the same thing. This was first and much better. Yeah. Except that I love, humor-wise, is great. Camp Nowhere original, so, mm. yeah. Uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah. Sweet Jane. <laughs> sweet, sweet Jane. You're still I not like... pick, pick it. You have to pick. Natural Born Killers, no. I prefer Pulp. Okay, me too. Uh, milk Money. <laughs> is that also about Mafia? Um, they're actually... No, no, it's a pimp. Oh, it's a pimp. Close. It's the same, it's the same exact... Story structure as all those other movies. Okay, yeah. Instead of a mobster, it's a pimp who's looking for their money. Ah. And Melanie Griffith, the prostitute, is mm. hiding out in a little town where um, these three young boys are trying to get her to marry their father. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's a terrible movie, but fun at the mm. same time. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Is that also with uh, Tim Robbins? Yes. Is that, is that kind of like the Pelican Brief? Obviously, an amazing movie. Still, in my opinion, not better than Pulp Fiction, but that could be up for debate from other people. Yeah. Um, Ed Wood. Ed Wood. That's the the that's the Shakespeare movie. That's the um the, the, the Johnny Depp movie about the the, the filmmaker. Did you just confuse William Shakespeare with Johnny Depp? <laughs> I think that he could play uh, William Shakespeare one day. He could play right? anything. He's Johnny he Depp. He really could play it? anything. He got that British accent. No, he's got a French accent, but he could do British. <laughs> British, like Paris is very close to, uh, like France is very close to England. England. I realized when I was 13 years old, I, I was in the movie theater way too much. Because I've seen all these movies in the theater. I'm looking down here. Only you I saw in the theater. Mm -hmm. I didn't really love that movie, but you saw that one, right? Which one is only you? That was with, um, oh no, you saw Chances Are. Oh, that's the reincarnation movie. Yeah, only you, I don't remember what it was. That was also with Robert Downey Jr. I don't no. know. Um, the River Wild. Is that with River Phoenix? No, it's with Kevin Bacon, and he takes these people on a river rafting tour, oh, and yeah? then it becomes like Deliverance. Oh yeah, almost. Oh. Um, by the way, Ed Wood, did you like it? Did I like it? Uh, yeah, but I didn't think Tim it was Burton. better than uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but Ed Wood was a great fucking. Oh yeah, movie. and they they show the uh, the Plan Nine from Outer Space at fifties uh, prime time. Not sci-fi. At sci-fi. Exactly. Uh, exit to Eden. <laughs> Oh, God, another Rosie O'Donnell classic. Yes, and this one is somehow Gary Marshall, but it's all about, like, Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd at a fucking BS BDSM club. And that's the whole movie. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to see it, but then I didn't want to see Rosie O'Donnell naked. We're going to watch that movie. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad, you have to see it. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Um, Little Giants... Rick Moranis and O'Neill, they have a football team. Same oh, exact. Cute. All those sports movies, same structure. Oh, yeah, I did not see Mighty it. Ducks. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I did, definitely did not see that shit. That is a great fucking movie. Mm. Must say. Um, Clerks. 
Yes, I love that movie. You think it's better than Pulp Fiction? Different. I think that they're different. I, I enjoy both of them. I, I could watch Clerks over and over again, though. We'll talk about Clerks next week. That's the one we're talking about next week. Spoilers. Uh, what about the road to Wellville? What the fuck is that? Oh, it sucks. It's another one where a bunch of people who you don't want to see talking about sex are talking about sex. It's fucking Anthony Hopkins, Bridget Fonda, Matthew Broderick, Dana Carvey, and they're all sitting around talking about sex. Why is everybody and talking about sex, sex? And looking at people having sex, and they're all old and fat and ugly, and it's weird. The same thing as Exit Eden came out the same year, only a month later. I mean, I guess it's showing, like, regular-looking people having sex. Weird fucking... Why are these movies, though? That one happens to be uh, the story of the Kellogg Company. Which, Exit to Eden? No, the Road to Wellville. Wait, it's about the Kellogg Company of people yeah. having sex in the... Ew! There's, is there, like, are you telling me the, the Frosted Flakes is fucking <laughs> cum flakes? I'm just saying that it started off in a weird... I don't know! The guy who created Kellogg's is... Involved in this weird sex thing. He's a nympho. I don't, or a, uh, uh, a wait, business did he run a prostitution like ring or something? Uh, uh, you'd have to see the movie. Okay. We're getting, we're almost done. Oh, we're, fuck, the, the dark side of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll like eat my cereal like a little, like, you know, I don't know if they're great. <laughs> uh, Double Dragon. Oh, yeah, I did Bimmy and Jimmy. I didn't see That's that. That's the Bimmy and Jimmy movie. I didn't see it. But uh, <laughs> uh, the my 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 the words of my uncle's in it, the chairman. Yeah, the chairman from fucking uh, Iron Chef. I don't know if he's Bimmy or Jimmy. I'm not sure. He's one of them. Yeah. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. I, th I saw one of those. I can't remember if it was that one or the other one. This was the good one. The one where, where, where Kirsten Dunst got her, like, first role or whatever. Were, were, there, a bunch of were there a bunch of tits in this one? Was there tits in the other one? There were one? a little bit of tits. A little bit of tits. I saw some with something that had a bunch of tits. This might have been it. There might have been some tits. I well, might have seen that. Well, was it what you saw good or really fucking stupid? I don't remember. I was also 13. So. Was Aaliyah in the one you saw? I don't think so. No. Then you saw so. the good one. Okay. So this one? Brad Pitt? Oh, okay. Tom Cruise? Probably. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right. Well, anyway, there's, there's that. And uh, Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Starring David Krumholtz. Yes, I love David Krumholtz. <laughs> and some guy named Tim Allen. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck is that? The Professional. Oh, yeah, that's with your friend Natalie Hirschlog. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, disclosure. Remember Disclosure? Is that also about sex and yep. pimping? pimping? Mi Michael Douglas, no. It's Michael Douglas has an affair. Oh, wait, that's that's Disclosure? Oh, no, wait. More. That was with Demi Moore? Was yeah. it Michael Douglas? It's like a sexual harassment movie, basically, I think. Oh, it's not the same thing as the other one where she has sex with a rich guy. That's with uh, Robert Redford, isn't it? Like, where they like sleeping, like, they're like fucking on money, like with Woody Allen. That's and, a that Woody proposal. Allen. Woody Allen. <laughs> Woody Allen. Woody Allen. This <laughs> is no ordinary love. And they're like fucking on money, wads of money. That's that's an decent proposal. That's a decent proposal. So disclosure also is another like corrupt sex thing where she's fucking some older guy. Right. She's always fucking someone older. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about Trapped in Paradise? The fuck is that? Trapped in Paradise is a movie with Sounds like a reality TV show about people <laughs> cheating on their spouses. Uh, this is Nicolas Cage, mm -hmm. John Lovitz. And Dana Carvey oh, yeah? as three thieves oh, yeah? who steal from a very small town's bank 
and there's a snowstorm and they get stuck in the town and everyone treats them nicely and they feel like shit. <laughs> that's the movie. But that's kind of funny. And uh, well, how far can you go with this? It, it's a whole movie. <laughs> how do you go with a full movie? Well, Jeez. the question is, are they going to return the money or not? Mm. Right. So, or are they going to, the whole thing is they're trying to get out of this fucking town. But they can't. They're trapped. They're trapped in the town called oh, Paradise. That's right. Nevada. <laughs> I forgot where it is. Wait, no, it's snow. That doesn't happen there. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is there. Nell. Len? Nell. Nell? It's got Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, Liam Neeson, and Natasha Richardson. I never saw it, but I've seen the uh, posters for it at a casting office. Oh. Well, it, it did well. Whatever. Uh, Legends of the Fall. Everybody loves that movie, right? Oh, shit. Ugh. The only thing I know about that movie is everyone wants to fuck Brad Pitt. They all talk I about never, how they want to fuck Brad Pitt. I never saw Legends of the Fall. Neither have I. I never found the appeal in Brad Pitt. I don't understand why everybody wants to fuck him. But I, I think guess he's a great he actor. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree. I agree with that. But I don't think that he's, like, this, like, ridiculously hot guy that everybody, like, this untouchably hot guy. I don't know. Maybe he's got, like, sexy energy. Like, that guy that we saw that people masturbate to in the theaters. Uh, what's his face? Loki? <laughs> Thor? Uh, I mean, Loki, yeah. Loki. What's his face? Fake, what's his name? I don't give a uh, fuck. The guy. Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. The guy that that woman masturbated to, like, at the oh, Broadway theater. Yes. On Broadway. Not at the Broadway theater. That's where West Side Story is. Who do you think is hotter? Brad Pitt or Gary Oldman? What? Uh, not Gary Oldman. Not there. Gary Oldman as Sid Vicious? I don't know. I don't remember what he looked like as Sid Vicious. He looked like Sid Vicious. He did. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> Sid Vicious is sexy, so. Fair enough. Um, okay, who's more attractive, Brad Pitt or Jim Carrey? <laughs> oh, God. I guess I'd have to go with Brad Pitt, then. I guess when you put, like place him next to these other people, he's considered pretty hot. <laughs> well, Jim Carrey didn't only have two big hits in 1994. Mm. Because you know what else came out in 1994? What? Dumb and Dumber. Damn, this was the year of Jim Carrey. It is the year of Carrey. Shit. Did he just finish freaking In Living Color or something? Uh, he must have. This must have been the end of it. And he's like, I want to do a movie. Yeah, Let me show you something. They loved him as that guy who gets burned all the time. That burn victim guy, whatever his name is. <laughs> the jewel thief guy. The jewel thief guy. I loved you in that jewel thief movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just saw Malkovich. <laughs> I did. I watched that yesterday. Um, fucking great movie. Okay. Little Women. Little Women, the, uh, the the last revival of Little Women. Yeah, the 1994 version. The only thing I have to say about that is boring. People love Little Women. <sighs> I think that they relate with Joe to Joe or something. They relate know. to Joe. Everybody wants to be I, Joe. I, I don't know. I never, I, I don't know. I, I think they know. made us read that in school. That was like a book that they made us read. But I know that a lot of people who were like obsessed with Little Women and were like crying the whole time mm. and they want to be Joe. <laughs> um, and then really quickly, Richie Rich also came out. Who gives a shit? That's what's been mm. Macaulay Culkin and John Larroquette. Mm. And IQ, I just wanted to mention that because it's another Tim Robbins flick. So mm. he had a fucking bunch of movies this year, too. Huh. Except this one was with Walter Matthau, who he, he played Einstein. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. That's it. I mean, that's not it. There was tons of other movies, like fucking The Jungle Book with Carrie Elwes and fucking John Cleese. I don't huh. know. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Street Fighter came out that year, too. Oh, shit. You had so, Double uh, Dragon and Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, big arcade year. Yeah. So, Ming-Na was in that movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, so let's stop with that. Basically, a lot of really good movies, some really funny movies, and a lot of shit also at the same time. Mm -hmm. Nothing, in my opinion, beat Pulp Fiction. How about you? Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, the only thing that can uh, 
I think um, rival it would be Clerks for me. Right. What about Junior? That also came out this year. Junior. Oh, God. I don't know if I liked it <laughs> or not. Junior was... <laughs> I don't know. The movie's terrible. Not. Um, so, the reason we're talking about Pulp Fiction is because, well, we were supposed to talk about it last year. Year. <laughs> A few months back when we... Before we had our hiatus. Um, it was the 25th anniversary. So, we're going to do that. So, we've obviously gone past it because now it's 2020. But we can still celebrate them. Uh, 25th anniversary, just a little bit late. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, up until, like, it turns uh, no longer 25 for it, that's, that's when, right. you know. It's, it's still, still in its 25th year. Yes. Until next, until October. Yeah. So, let's talk about Pulp Fiction um, before we get into the fun, fun stuff, because I decided to do a little bit of a mix between a review and Radio Wars. Oh. So, I... What I originally want to do is find somebody who doesn't like Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. Because it's a movie that is pretty hard to not like. Yeah. Not a lot of people dislike this film. Yeah. So I wanted to find someone who did and argue with them here on the air. Um, I could not find anybody mm. who didn't like it. The only people I could find that didn't like it didn't like it because they just don't like violent movies or yeah. they don't like cursing in movies or shit like that. So the movie's not for them. I was looking for somebody who would like normally this type of movie, but this particular movie didn't do it for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because otherwise, it's a stupid argument. And it's, yeah. It's like having an argument with a religious person about their religion. Yeah, they're not, you're never going to win. No, no one's going to win. Everyone's no. going to be entitled to their opinion, and no one's going to leave with a changed mind, because right. that's just how it's going to be. Right. If two people who are agnostic have an argument about religion, that's an amazing argument because you can get somewhere because nobody believes anything. Yeah. It's all open. Yes. But when, you know, when it's one-sided like that, it's stupid. So, you know, long story short, we're doing Pulp Fiction yes. <laughs> and we're doing it by, uh, I listened to tons and tons of podcasts. Oh God. And came up with a few that had some comments I thought we would be able to comment on. Yeah. So, but before we get to that, I want to talk about what we thought of it. Um, and I, I, I don't want to do the same thing as everybody else does because it's going to be like, again, I listen to all these podcasts. What do I do? Say the same shit? Mm. I don't, I, you know, I, we can make this a Tarantino fucking suck fest if we do oh, that. Yeah? A lot of sucking on Tarantino's teats. <laughs> well, I meant cock, but and all cock, right. cock, I know. So, so, let's just... I know cock, but you know, I just wanted to say teats. <laughs> I know cock! Yeah. I understand cock! Cock. 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 <laughs> okay, so let me ask you a question, Simone. Mm -hmm. Did, what do you think about the structure of Pulp Fiction? It shows you, like, different angles of the scenes, like, different sides of the scenes, and I like that. Because it's like you see like, you know, like this person's view on something and somebody else's view right. on something. And uh, I like that it's all these like different characters and then everybody like basically is like connected somehow. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I always enjoy that. Do you think that if the film was told in order, chronological order, that it would be as interesting? Or do you, do you think that all of a sudden you'd be like, eh? Uh, I think it would still be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I would you watch it in order? Like if, if I edited it, to be in chronological order of what happens first to what happens last. Mm -hmm. Would you watch that and do you think you would enjoy it in the same way or what do you think? I think like 
it's better this way because then like you see something and then you see it again later from another view. Right. And I like that because then it brings you back to these people and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's certain things about the structure that really work. There's a part in the diner in the very first scene where you've seen John Travolta walk by. Yeah. It's, you wouldn't notice it if you'd never seen the movie before. Yeah. Because you're not looking for it. In fact, if you've seen the movie four or five times, you still might not notice it because mm-hmm. of that. Um, I like that because it's, it, it, it all like, it makes it immersive because you're like, oh, shit, everything really all, all did come together in the yeah. end. He said he had to go take a shit. You see him walk by. You hear them talking sometimes in the background, too. Yeah. And I like that. Like, you'll hear uh, Jules and, and Vincent talking in the background. Yeah. What do you think this movie's about? Like, if you had to summarize it, I want to see what your vision is of Paul Feeling. What do you think it's about? Hmm. Not, like, analytically. Just as a summary. Uh, I think it's about a bunch of, like, fucked up people who are, like, criminals. Uh-huh. That's true. Everybody's a fucking criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always hungry. <laughs> and um, they're trying to get that MacGuffin. The, the, the case. The case. Okay. So most people would say that it's about two, because Jules and Vincent are really the main characters, yeah. two hitmen mm-hmm. who are trying to get a case to their boss. Mm-hmm. That's all that the movie's really about. They commercials. But everybody's a fucking, some, every, everybody's fucked up yeah. in the movie. Is there any character you don't like that you that that, that you don't you know uh, you find intolerable? Intolerable. Uh, I I don't like Pumpkin and Honey Bunny. I think they suck. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know because they're fucking like gonna rob this fucking restaurant and everybody's just like you know they're like you know like after church or something like that and fucking like eating their pancakes and mm-hmm. like grilled cheese and shit. They're trying to like rob them at at gunpoint. That's fucked up. But you know, Jules and Vincent. Going around shooting people. That's yeah, okay. but they're shooting people that, you know, like, uh, have something of interest. They got themselves into it. It's like people who are, like, Colombian drug lords. Uh-huh. You know, they get themselves into this situation. Uh, Breaking Bad, anybody who's involved, like, Gail and all these other people, like, right. who are in this industry should know what they're getting themselves into. Right. And freaking Pumpkin and Honey Bunny, they fucking, like, want to rob this fucking diner and with all these innocent bystanders who just want to fucking, like, eat a nice meal with their families or their friends or they're on a date or something. That's fucked up, man. Terrible. Well, what about Marcellus Wallace? Mm, Marcellus Wallace. Do I find him intolerable? No, well, the point is that Marcellus Wallace shoots... A woman in the leg for no reason. Oh yeah, that's because true. because he's chasing Bruce Willis oh, and he's yeah. careless when he shoots and he shoots her in the leg and blood shoots out. Oh everywhere. yeah, that's true. And and John Travolta, Vincent kills Marvin. Oh he didn't yeah, do anything he didn't wrong. do anything. Oh yeah, like John Travolta should also be you know because he's an idiot. <laughs> well, I think that um, I think that Marvin was like a snitch. Mm, I think he was a snitch too. I think that that's why, because he was with, I think he actually was with those guys. Yeah. And came to them. Yeah. And he got them killed. So yeah. in the end, he would deserve to die anyway. Yeah. But for. And brains were everywhere. <laughs> that was like stupid. It was just like, that was just dumb. Who? Like, like freaking uh, John Travolta. Like him, like shooting him, like in the face. Uh huh. That was just like him just being careless. Right. 
I know. I didn't say he did it on purpose. He got like brains everywhere. Do you like that scene? Oh yeah, it was pretty funny. I fucking died at that scene. You know, when I first saw that movie, I thought saw it in the theaters first um, with my friend. We snuck into the theater, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Not really. We paid for it, but we paid an adult to oh. get us in. Oh yeah, it's like uh, South Park or whatever. Didn't they do that? Did uh, they? they did. Yes, but that's what yeah. kids used to do back then. Yeah. Oh, I was old looking enough to go into R-rated <laughs> movies when I was a kid. <laughs> I got into Interview with the Vampire the same exact way. Oh yeah, I, I paid didn't. an adult to, to get me in, and then um, I did not like it at all when I was a kid. Of course, when I got older, I appreciated it. But. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need to pay an adult. Well, I just there. went in. <laughs> I looked like an old motherfucker. <laughs> Um, but when we went into the theater the first time, you know, the theater was erupting in laughter. We saw it the week it came out. Yeah. My, I told my mom about it. She wanted to see it. So she went with us. And uh, when I say us, me and a friend and the entire theater, not laughing. Only me and my mom were the only people who were laughing the entire mm-hmm. time. Fucking dying of laughter. Yeah. It's weird because the movie's a comedy. Clear. Yeah. It's a dark comedy. No doubt about it. Yet, nobody laughed. And yeah. it was crazy. It was the same thing like when we would see Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. where nobody in the theater was laughing except for us. Yeah. What the? Oh, yeah, that's true. And then there was, like, the one guy who was, like, like, oh, Nazis are funny. Like, Hitler is funny or whatever. Like, Well, he was Trump being sarcastic. Nazis are funny. Halfway through the movie. And then yeah. somebody was like, shut up! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, so, whatever. Okay. So my personal favorite character also is Jules. My reasoning for that is is because he's he's funnily enough the straight man and everything, mm. yet is the humor at the same time. Yeah. John Travolta is has the more goofy lines. Yeah. He has like the uh, the stupid like I don't know I didn't go to Burger King and all these like dry humor lines yeah. which are funny, but it's Samuel Jackson's reactions to them which are even funnier. Like, they play off each other amazingly. That's true. Um, That's why they're a good team. Yeah. My least favorite is Esmeralda Villalobos, um, only because she's only in it for two seconds and doesn't... All she does is just talk about exposition as to what just happened in the ring. Uh, I like the scene, but it's like... I would rather have heard him talking about it to some... Another character who's more interesting. Uh, personally, I so. think that they just wanted to give like this person like another. They just needed to add another character because they probably just didn't have another female characters. <laughs> well, we'll get into information like that in uh, in our radio war segment, but uh, yeah. So there's three different storylines, right? Mm. There's the storyline where where Vincent and Jules are trying to get Marcel's case. That's like the main storyline mm-hmm. of the film. So that's that. Then there's um, the gold watch, mm-hmm. which is the whole story of Bruce Willis's character and how he, you know, went from being this boxer and has on the run from Marcellus. And then there's the story of Vincent and um, Mia Wallace, mm-hmm. and that that whole segment, which is is actually titled Vincent Vega and Marcella Wallace's wife. Okay, right. Um, and then finally, I mean, I still consider this part of the thing. So the Bonnie situation. That's also part of the, you know, Vincent and Jules, because it's mm-hmm. the, that's what it's about. So we got the body situation extended, we'll call it, because that's what they label it, the body situation. Body situation, Vincent Vega and Marcellus Wallace's wife, and the gold watch. Those are like the three different storylines we have here. Okay. Which is your favorite? Uh, the 
I guess like a lot of people would probably choose the Mia Wallace one, but I'm not going to because I wouldn't either. I don't know. Like, yeah, but like, don't people like love Mia Wallace? Do they? Do they? I don't know. Or maybe I, they just like Uma Thurman was a really big deal back in. the I day. mean, the whole movie is great. I don't know what you're what what you're saying. People love Mia Wallace. I've never heard this like no, extreme they? love for no, Mia Wallace. No, they don't. Um, I honestly didn't really care that much about the whole um watch thing. Oh, so I don't know. I pulled a lot of stuff for the for the radio war that you're gonna just agree with, and I'm gonna be yelling at you about. But okay. Oh shit! Uh huh. So you only like the Vince, the the Vincent and yeah. Jules story? Yes. That's it. Nothing. No, else. I mean like that. Like my favorite is the Vincent and Jules story, just because I enjoy watching them together, right. the most. Uh, the Vincent and Jules story, which I, again it's labeled as the Bonnie situation, but that's only the second half of it. The first oh. half isn't even labeled at all. Okay. So, because technically the Vincent and Jules story goes all the way from the beginning to when they meet in the diner, okay. which is when I say that that's not chronologically. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean obviously that's one of my favorite too because the two of them together are fucking gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I agree with that. But it, it's not because I don't like I don't like the other ones because I love both of the other ones. I I love both of the other segments. I think that uh, Bruce Willis' story is very funny. Like the stuff with him and Fabian is really fucking hysterical. Like fucking, <laughs> and we did it in our you know it's it, a lot of this has been done in the musical and everything like mm-hmm. that. But my favorite is when they you know <laughs> he realizes that the watch is missing. Oh yeah. And he's flipping the fuck out, throwing the TV. Yeah. She's screaming, ah, you know, whatever. And he's just like, the fuck is wrong with you? He's just fucking screaming. And then in two seconds goes, it's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a funny thing to go from this, he's at like 11 with his anger to one. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. I should have, I should have been more specific. Bye. Of course, mm-hmm. then it cuts to him in the car screaming again. Yeah. But it's very fucking funny how he's just like, no, it's not your fault. But you get your pancakes. You want to get your pancakes? Yeah, I don't know. Plus, her whole thing with, uh, you know, I was laying here and I wish I had a pot. Oh yeah, you love that. <laughs> so funny. And he's like, "You're laying there and you wish you had some pot." <laughs> His delivery is very yeah. funny. Anyway, um, and she so, wants blueberry pancakes, but yeah. they didn't have it, so she got buttermilk. Exactly. And, and the whole fucking scene with Marcellus and Bruce Willis and uh, um. The fuck is his name? The guy Butch is great. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, like a parody scene among parody scenes. Mm. So there's a lot of good stuff going on in here. All right. Anything else you want to say? Oh, the soundtrack. Let's talk about the soundtrack, and then we'll get into the Radio War. It's one of my favorite soundtracks. I think it's my favorite soundtrack. Yeah. I think it actually is my favorite soundtrack. Well, the music itself fucking works perfectly with fucking everything. It's yeah. one of these things where I wouldn't ever listen to these songs on their own. No. Like, most most of them. Like, I'm not going to ever listen to Jungle Boogie. No. I'm not going to sit down and just listen to Jungle Boogie. No. But, like, with the whole thing as a whole, like... Right. In, if you, you go know. and you put the experience of the album on... Yeah. Or you watch the movie... Um, it's a whole different thing because I'll sit down and listen to the entire thing and love it. Yeah, because I listened to the soundtrack just because of Miserloo before I saw Pulp Fiction. Right. I didn't see Pulp Fiction for like another like 20, like 15 years later <laughs> because I just listened to the soundtrack and I just fell in love with the soundtrack when I was like, when I guess when it first came out and I got it like uh, on like Columbia House or like BMG or something like that. And right. I fucking loved everything from like, you know, the like, I love you, pumpkin. I love you, honey bunny. And it's like, you know, that iconic first line and then it's like yeah i hate them (laughs) 
Do you hate Tim Roth and Amanda Plummer? Or no, I I hate the the idea of those characters because okay. they piss me off. Like <laughs> and they were real, um, but I love that it like you know when it goes like that means hearing that means that it's going to go into Miserloo, right? And then like even like uh, those weird like country sounding songs or whatever I still like just because it goes with the whole thing. And the flowers uh, on the, the wall. That's exactly me at all. Yeah, that's like exactly the song I was thinking of. Well, yeah, smoking cigarettes and watching <laughs> Captain K. K- oh, you did that. I was hoping I would do the lower than you would do the other part. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't hear There's nothing to lose. Yeah, that's yeah. like, and then the do 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 do. I was thinking that too. <laughs> that song is fucking the only one I skip on the soundtrack. I hate that song. Yeah. It's so slow in country. Mm. Um. But yeah, and, and all the instrumentals are great. Yeah. Like, especially the end song, the... Like, the drums are crazy in that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes, so freaking good. Freaking, it's like the best, like, it makes me want to go surfing. <laughs> and I, I don't like fucking the ocean, so. I definitely can't go surfing because I will die. Like, <laughs> I will die. But I, I probably need to get floaties or something like that. Can you go surfing with floaties on? Or will that make you look less, like, you know, legit? I think you'll, it'll make you look less. I would, I mean, <laughs> I, I would rather, like, not die, so I just wear floaties. Yeah. Fuck it. I wear floaties. <laughs> Um, we did miss a couple of songs. What about Let's Stay Together? Let's Stay Together. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a, that's a good song on this. Yeah. Well, and uh, just like uh, Son well, of a Preacher Man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, with, with uh, Let's Stay Together, you just hear, ah, and you're like, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, so, <laughs> I don't remember which karaoke thing it was. It was a game, like, um, on PlayStation number, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And... It had Let's Stay Together on it, and we were doing, like, a contest, me and my friend. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do Let's Stay. I'm, I'm picking Let's Stay Together. Yeah. And I was already raring to go. And, of course, I, I came in strong with, ah, <laughs> so in love with you. And fucking all... All of a sudden, I was like, oh, oh, I, should, I don't know how the song goes. Oh, you, know, you only knew that beginning. Yeah, because I... Loving you and I. I've heard the song so many times. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I That intro, I was so confident about. And then I was like reading the lyrics like, I don't know what I'm doing now. I don't know what <laughs> you just know that beginning. You just came in strong and then you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Exactly. Yeah, Son of a Preacher Man is another song I wouldn't listen to outside of this movie, but soundtrack is great. Yeah. Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, though, by Urge Overkill. Oh, yeah. Is... A song I did listen to outside of this because yeah. I like that. I used to like that song a lot back in the day. You'll be a woman soon. Yeah. Just yell. Yeah, I would not be able to do that song. I could not sing that song. I think the only thing that we haven't really mentioned was fucking You Never Could Tell. Yeah, the, the Jackrabbit Slim. Yeah. Well, you sound like you're singing. Oh, yeah. Anybody who, um, 
Uh, if anybody out there watches uh, Superstore, uh, skip ahead 15 seconds. But <laughs> if you haven't seen the last episode, skip ahead 15 seconds. But um, they, they played that at Sandra's wedding. And it's pretty funny. It's like like the slow like version of it. Uh, like, it, it was her. It was her entrance version. song, right? Yeah, it was like the, the instead the, of the, instead of like here comes the bride. Comes the bride. bride. Yeah. It was. I'm like, what the hell? It's fucking Robin Hood. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Um, movie. For those of you who jumped ahead 15 seconds, welcome back. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about this shit in the best way possible through a radio war. Um, and I have a surprise for you, Simone. Oh, shit. So, we haven't heard this in a while. In a while. But another Disney podcast that we know and love mm-hmm. um, also talked about Pulp Fiction. They mm-hmm. didn't talk about Clerks, but they did talk about Pulp Fiction. Okay. And I listened to that recently, mm-hmm. um, hoping that there would be some great stuff for us to share with the world. Yeah. And uh, there is. So. Oh, <laughs> Without further ado, here's Masterpiece Cinema. Oh, God. Welcome back, Gabe. Oh, God, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Why, why is he still here? <sighs> you know, it would have been nice if when I clicked it, it actually went through. Pulp Fiction is one of those movies that, because it is so iconic, because it is so influential, most people seem to be really in love with it, and why on earth would I want to listen to a conversation with a few guys talking about how great Pulp Fiction is when I can hear any number of other discussions about (laughs) that? Well, I have very good news for you, uh, confused listener, because it may just be that one of the people on this show today is not a big fan of Pulp Fiction, and it may in fact be my co-host Gabe. Now, Gabe... So Gabe doesn't like Pulp Fiction. Isn't he the film guy? He is the film student, yes. Hi. Isn't he currently a film student or something like that? It can't be any. I mean, it's been so long. Can he still be in school? Oh, I don't know. Some people like to just stay in school. That's true. All right, let's see. I think my issues really have more to do with the culture that Pulp Fiction has created among cinephiles than the movie itself. It is so difficult to separate, I guess, everything that has come since uh, when watching the movie that, uh, I don't know. It just, it's just very complicated for me. What? <laughs> he doesn't like the movie because of the, what it has brought to our culture. What did, what did it bring to our culture? <laughs> I guess let's find out. Okay, I want to know what it brought to our culture. It, it's not about the movie. It's about what it brought to our culture. What did it bring to the culture? I would like to know. People like are dipping their fries in mayo. <laughs> well, first let's hear what the special guest has to say. Um, and then we can discuss that because it's something we haven't discussed yet. And I, I purposefully didn't discuss any sort of controversy or anything like mm-hmm. that because I wanted to do it this through this. Okay. So let's hear what the special guest has to say. The scene that I'm most critical of in the film is um, the scene between Quint- Quentin's uh, Jimmy and uh, Jules and Vincent, the coffee, uh, the coffee consumption scene. dead and word storage yes. scene. Um, I think is wrong on about, I, I think it doesn't work on about five different levels. Uh-huh. It's wrong. It's wrong on so many levels. It's mm. wrong. Why is it wrong? It makes me want to get coffee. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's My day was ruined. My day was ruined. My day was ruined. It's wrong. Don't do that. It's wrong. You 
you're a bad boy, naughty, naughty. Uh, the 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 casualness with which the word is deployed is troublesome to me, and I get like, and it's the only film where I feel that way. It's the only film where I feel that uh, that you mean word... among Tarantino's films or in yes, okay. no, I'm sorry, not in all films. Sorry, <laughs> um, the only one of his films where I feel that it's being used by a character who wouldn't use it solely for the purpose of shocking the audience. Why wouldn't the character use it? We don't know who this character is. No. So how no, would no. we know what he would say, first of all? No. It's Why would do we know much about the... We don't really know that much about the character. No, we like, know that he was Jimmy... That Jimmy was Jules's partner before Vincent. Mm-hmm. Or at some point before Vincent, at least. Um, we know that he is married to um, Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. And that he is, has a pretty cushy lifestyle right now. And he makes some good ass, uh, he gets some expensive coffee because he likes to taste his coffee. He loves to taste his coffee. I, I get that. <laughs> I love that. Like, I, like, I want some good fucking expensive ass coffee like after that. Like there was like one day where I was on the subway and someone's coffee smelled so fucking expensive. It smelled like, <laughs> it didn't smell like Starbucks. It didn't smell like, uh, bodega. It didn't smell like um, Duncan. It smelled gourmet. Like you went to a fucking like coffee shop in Italy or something like that. Like right. it smelled so fucking good. I was like, oh my god, this smells like heaven. I want this. Like that's what I would imagine that coffee to smell like. It smelled like <laughs> heaven. <laughs> I was like, I don't Damn. think shit. Sorry. No, that's it. He would say it like that. I don't think he would say it like that to Jules's face. I don't think Jules would tolerate it. Um, okay. I know Jules very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And so do you. And so does everybody who's seen the movie. Uh, I don't, not only do I think Jules would quote unquote tolerate it, but I think that that's just how him and his friends would speak. Yeah. Granted, granted, John Travolta's character, Vincent, does not speak that way. Yeah. But. That's his character. Yeah. I feel like Jimmy is close enough with Jules that he can say certain things. And he has a black wife. So she probably talks that way or something at home. And so he finds himself um, to have a pass. Yeah. The character. Mm -hmm. And whether that's right or not is not the case. Nobody in this movie does anything that's right. That's kind of the point of everything. Yes, exactly. So I don't understand why he's like, oh, well, Jules wouldn't let him talk that way or whatever. Yeah. I, I think he absolutely would. Because yes. that's how they talk. Yes. Jules isn't the type of guy to censor somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, he's not. That's not like a thing that he would do. No. Like he, I think that uh, they probably called each other that back and forth. Yeah, when they were partners. And Vincent doesn't do that. It's just not his style, which is fine because that's his character. Yeah. You know, in the other films, we're seeing that word sort of bandied about among, you know, African-American characters in a very natural way. Or in the case of uh, later in Pulp Fiction or in Django or in films like that, we're seeing it used by racists. We're just supposed to think it's cool that Jimmy uses it. Um, But even that might not be a problem were Quentin not such a terrible actor. I mean, okay. (laughs) First of all, the, so the reasoning behind it that, that he can't say it, besides those idiotic things he just said, is mm-hmm. because he thinks that, that he's doing it to make himself cool. 
Now, do you think that's why Tarantino no. put that in the in the movie? No. To make himself seem cool? No. I don't think so. I've never I never thought like, oh, he wants to be cool by saying the N word. Yeah, I mean they fucking the, the the word is in multiple movies and no, not only said by racists. No. Sometimes it's just two people talking back and forth to each other. And that's just it. Yep. So I figure you as a person of color would be able to shed some light on, on the situation. Yeah, well, I mean, they obviously, like, they had a rapport before, you know, that was, like, Jules's partner, so they probably would just, like, say it, like, back and forth to each other, like, call it, it's like, hey, bro. Right. Hey, dude. <laughs> where's my car? All right. <laughs> All right, next. The influence that it has had on people, to me, has been so poisonous. What? This is Gabe again, by the this way. Is poisonous. What's poisonous? Tell the, me what's poisonous. The influence that Pulp Fiction has had is poisonous. I would like to know what makes it poisonous. Um, I'm curious. To the point where so many people I went to film school with, uh, you know, that was their favorite movie. They had posters of it everywhere, but they had not, you know, I would say to them, okay, well, you love Pulp Fiction and you know the briefcase is from Kiss Me Deadly, right? Uh, you know, that would be mentioned in a class or something. But would they go to the library and rent Kiss Me Deadly to, like, check that out and see why it had influenced Tarantino or why he had thought of that for something? Or, you know, any one of the countless other films that he ripped off uh, for any of his movies. But nobody seeks those out. Or if they do, they seek out the, you know, a lot of the schlocky 70s movies that they feel are underappreciated now. And, um, you know, the Shaw Brothers films and all that kind of stuff. Instead, So he doesn't like... This movie, because other people don't appreciate the references, so therefore the movie's bad. What? What? People didn't go out and look up fucking Kiss Me Deadly or or the millions of other movies that he fuck, especially in Kill Bill that he references, and so therefore the movie's bad. Right? Is that how it works? Apparently, that's how it works. Wow. So dumb. Like, who does he think he is? He thinks that he's, like, better than everybody. <laughs> Fucking, it's, 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 I'm out of my mind I with just, him. Like, whatever. Just because uh, someone didn't look something, that, look, that just, shouldn't you just say that person's a moron and then still enjoy the movie you like? Yeah. Going back. <sighs> to the 30s and 40s and educating themselves mm. about movies. Um, okay. Everybody sort of stops with Pulp Fiction. What? And to oh, me, no. that's that's wrong. You know, that's... You can't everybody just stops that. with Pulp Fiction, meaning they don't want to learn the, more about any movie that's ter- like was before Pulp Fiction. Is that right, what it is? that's what he's saying. Nobody wants to learn about anything before Pulp Fiction. It stops there. Is that really true? No. In fact, not. not only is that not true, but the way that he's phrasing it means that Everyone is is studying film and analyzing film afterwards. Doesn't make any. <laughs> but then we stop at Pulp Fiction. Yes, we stop. <laughs> we stop at Pulp Fiction. That's it. So 1994 was like the earliest that we're like ever analyzing. Every, yeah. Yeah. So therefore, we can't like the movie too. No. As your Bible, you have to understand yes. why that is a blending of so many other things and why like you have to understand that movie's place in film history you can't use that as your starting point of film history to me and i feel Who like does there are so that? Many people that- <laughs> he's just making shit up yeah 
This sounds like nonsense. It is nonsense. It's him blabbering on with words that he learned in fucking film school. I, too, went to film school, as we all know, and I don't talk like this. I don't fucking act like a fucking pretentious asshole. So pretentious. It's, it's crazy. It's, dude, here's how it is. Someone likes a movie because they like a movie. Now, if you want to analyze it and get into it, that's great, too, and I like to do that as well. Obviously. So we'll get into the movie. That's great. Now you want to go a step further, go into the movie and then find out all the references and why they were there. That's great too. That doesn't mean that the movie's bad. Number one at all, just because somebody else, that's like saying, um, I didn't go out to get breakfast this morning. Therefore, nobody else should ever eat breakfast because I did a bad thing and didn't eat breakfast. Yes. So stupid. Sort of use it as that to the point where even at USC film school, there were so many students using it that way. And that's just very disheartening to me. (laughs) It does sound to me like at least some of the problem you have is less with this movie or even Tarantino and more with the culture surrounding it. Right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. But I also feel like as we were saying, it's at this point, 20 years later, Mm -hmm. it's pretty hard to separate the two. Huh? It's hard to separate it. What? It's it's hard to separate the culture that that around around idiots who are lazy millennials, excuse me, and um, a movie. Can't separate millennials from a movie that was made before they they fucking were able to watch. Movies. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. This is really stupid. Yep. I think that Samuel L. Jackson is really great. Um, I also like Bing Rhames a lot. I think he's pretty mm-hmm. terrific. Um, because I think, I think both of them just, they handle the really stylized dialogue in a way that makes it feel pretty natural. Whereas as much as Uma Thurman's performance and look has sort of become iconic, it's just a little bit too, like the delivery of it is just a little bit too cutesy for me. And I think a lot of people just sort of like get into the rhythm of it and it just, it just doesn't sound real. You know, it feels stylized. Is this supposed to be stylized? And the more and more that I've watched the movie <laughs> over the years, I think the more natural performances are the ones that hold up better. But this is like 1994. Nowadays, everybody wants to do natural. 90s, that wasn't even extreme for the 90s. Right. 90s was all about big, big, big. And this was not, actually. Right. Like... Well- his idea is that she apparently had this performance where she was completely, like, fake. But I don't think so. I think that, that the fuck, it, it felt na- it's natural enough. Yeah. I mean, she was a character, but everybody's playing a character. Yeah. Her character was this, like, femme fatale, like, you yeah. know, just like the way she talked was all like, blah, blah. but so what? Fucking, what, so do you not like Star Trek because William Shatner talks like, I mean, it doesn't make sense. That's the way she was talking. That's, that's her acting style. So it's, what? It wasn't bad. No. What the fuck did they want? No clue. It could be boring if she did it too natural. Yeah. One of the things that has always sort of annoyed me about the movie is him getting shot in the bathroom. And I know that that was something that everybody loved at the time and probably still love is like, I didn't know you could do that in a movie. What? Uh, <laughs> what? I know you could do that in a movie. <laughs> but, you... As much as I hate Josh Spiegel, <laughs> at least he's laughing at Kate for being a moron. That's like, okay, what? <laughs> Why couldn't you do that in a movie? You can do anything in a fucking movie. Of course. I didn't know you could do that. 
Well, I, I just remember like hearing about it a lot and sort of like, yeah, this guy that you were following, you know, this whole chunk of the movie, they just like kill him off in this other scene because he's in a different storyline. Um, and, and I just feel like a lot of that has just become very tired since then. People, main characters have died in movies since. Lost and also lost too. Yes, but main characters have died in movies since fucking the beginning of film. Love story. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But Uh, so much. We don't even have to mention. It doesn't make a difference. Main characters have died in movies since the beginning of fucking time. Yeah, here we go. Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's no surprise there. Dies in the first fucking Star Wars movie. So what? Yeah. So what? So I don't understand. Like, you could do that? Like You what? could do that? You could have a guy die? Oh, my God. It doesn't make any fucking... Ugh, whatever. I, I guess that doesn't really have much to do with his performance, but I guess it just always sort of bothers me. I love how you impersonate other people. Whenever you do this on the show, the whole... The deeper voice... The, I love that. <laughs> well, I just... I've heard all of that so many times, and it just feels very tired. And sure. So... So, so is it so? Then is the problem you have with the scene not that he gets killed, but the way in which he get like? What about that scene specifically that rubs you the wrong way, or is it just the fact that people love that scene so much for being unexpected? Or is there anything else in it? Yeah, I, I think it's it's more the latter, really. It's more <laughs> more of my deep seated issues just sort of <laughs> coming to the surface. <laughs> he just hates that scene because people like it. That's what he just said. He hates the scene where Vincent gets shot because other people like it. I didn't even know that people like that scene. I mean, I, I like every scene. I like that yeah. scene. So what? I'm not like, excited about it. It's he part just of came out of the pooping. Came out of pooping. He just was pooping. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was a funny scene too because of the pop tarts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta get those pop tarts. God forbid we don't make pop tarts. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of food in that, that movie. It oh, makes you like sure want is. like gourmet coffee. It makes you want to get blueberry pancakes. <laughs> it makes you want to go get a fucking, uh, you know, Royale with cheese, <laughs> Pop-Tarts. All right, you ready to go to the next guy, next uh, group of people? Okay. All right, so this is a, a little show called Pop Culture Footnote. Okay. And um, this is going to be, they, they have the least amount of discussion about Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction, okay. but I still found some stuff that I wanted to talk about, so okay. here's this. We assume that if you were the type of person who really liked Disney songs, you were probably not a Tarantino fan. How is that true? If you like Disney songs, you're not a Tarantino fan. That's what we assume. Well, you know what happens when you assume, right? That's very stupid. That's a very stupid assumption. Very dumb assumption. <laughs> so they're saying that basically anybody who freaking oh my god, there's so many people who love Tarantino movies who love Disney. Mm-hmm. This is a stupid assumption. I tweeted these people directly after this with a link to the musical. <laughs> yeah, this is a very dumb assumption. I'm like we like oh yeah, well here's a bunch of Disney characters singing songs and doing Pulp Fiction and other Tarantino movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. And uh, here's the other clip I found from these people because I, I, these people were so, so fucking idiotic that I turned it off pretty much mm. early on. But we wanted to talk about Pulp Fiction, which is arguably his most like iconic out of the films he's done so far. But I it thought wasn't, it wasn't his first, was it? No, no. Um, he did Jackie Brown and Reservoir Dogs. Before is that, Reservoir right? Dogs the first, or is that just his? No, Jackie Brown was the first, wasn't it? Breakout. 
Jackie Brown was the first movie. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, Jackie Brown apparently was the first movie that that uh, Tarantino ever did. Not Reservoir Dogs at all, but Jackie Brown, Wait, which what? came out in 1996, <laughs> no. was the first movie that he did. So fuck 1992's fucking <laughs> Reservoir Dogs yeah, and fuck 1994's Pulp Fiction. It was probably just because... Uh, yeah, I don't think at all like that it freaking was like the first one because it wasn't. It doesn't feel like his no, first movie. No, it doesn't first feel like his first movie at all. I think it's just because it seems so 70s that... So you thought it was made in the 70s? Probably. <laughs> oh, so I guess Django, Django was made fucking... That would have been... <laughs> that should have been the first Django. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, wait, what year is Django? Well, Django was 30s? 2000... Oh, when did it take place? Yeah, when did it take place? So let's go 20s? by what the... Was it 20s? No, 1800s. It was oh, yeah, that should be the first one, yeah. I was thinking, because I said 20s, because the next thing I was going to say was, mm-hmm. then Inglorious Bastards. Yes. That was the second movie that they did. So, not only was Django um, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's first movie, but it was one Apparently. of the first movies ever made. Apparently. <laughs> Before film was even yeah, a thing. Yeah, I know. Like, he's definitely a pioneer, like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> because freaking, like, he made color film, and also, right. you know, like. He had contract color. There was fucking music. Rap was in it. He invented rap. Wow. That Tarantino. He's a <laughs> trailblazer. Yeah. I, I oh didn't go God, much further idiots. with pop culture footnotes. That was already, that was enough. You're like, oh yeah, Jackie Brown was first. And you're like, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. All right. Here's um a show called Whole Wheat Costa. Okay. I don't know. It's, like Bob Costa. Oh, Costa. I guess because of like whole wheat pasta, but it's. I don't know what it must be is, a last though. name. I guess. But here's uh, them talking about Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like when, when, when Bruce Willis goes to, that, goes to his apartment, like I was totally rooting for him over Vincent. And then when he shoots Vincent, I, I didn't care at all. Like not even a little bit. And, like we, and at this point, we spent a lot of time with him. In this We probably spent the most time with him in this movie by this point. Yeah. It's, and, you know, it's just, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's where I cut it off. Okay. Because that's how they talk. Yeah, they, so. These dumbasses. All right. Yeah. So first of all, they're rooting for fucking Butch over Vincent. Mm-hmm. Why? What about... Why would Butch be rooted for over Vincent? I don't get it. Because he, he needs his watch. But Okay. Here's what Bruce Willis did. He made a deal... Uh, he made a deal with Marcellus Wallace, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that he would throw the match... So he's already a scumbag. He's yeah. already a palooka. Yeah. That he fucking made this deal that he would throw the match, that he would take a fall mm-hmm. just so he can make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Then, instead of throwing the match, he kills the guy in the ring. Mm. That's fucked up. Right. So Marcellus Wallace, fairly enough, sends Vincent after him and says, hey, my hitman friend, can you go after this guy who stole my money? Yeah. Because he lied to me, he made a deal with me, and then lied. Mm-hmm. And we know that Vincent didn't like him because in the very first scene they shared together, when they were in, you know, with I'm in the background, yeah. that scene when they're in the bar, um, he he just looks at him, and he just fucking like he calls him a palooka, and he fucking like then Bruce Willis keys his car. Oh shit! He hates him. So he hates him. Yeah. So why would we root for fucking Butch? Mm, I didn't. No. I, I don't understand I don't, that I don't at all. I get it. I think they just like Die Hard. 
Uh, um, oh, uh. They could be high. <laughs> yeah, they could, could be. could be a crackhead who got into the wrong <laughs> stuff. It could be a crackhead! <laughs> Whoever y'all saw Leprechaun say, yeah! yeah! <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that happened where I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, I know that means something. But goddamn if I know what it is. Like, okay. like there wasn't. <laughs> they're only high. I think they're just high. I think that they're like stoned out of their minds. No, probably. I think they're just dumb. And they shouldn't have a podcast. Mm. I know that means something. But God damn it if I don't know what it means. <laughs> Why do you do a podcast? I don't know. Just I don't know. I, I, just, I couldn't derive meaning yeah. from a lot of things. Like, like, I didn't understand the point of the entire half hour with Vincent Vega and Mia. Okay. He didn't, didn't understand under- the point of the whole entire thing. First of all, it's slice of life. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's a moment in time, as yeah. we might say. But second of all, and more importantly, we know that Vincent Vega believes that Marcellus Wallace threw Tony Rocky Horror out a window mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he gave me a foot massage. Mm-hmm. And then Marcellus asks Vincent to take her out while Marcellus was busy or away or whatever. Mm-hmm. To take her out for a nice dinner. Yeah. For the $5 shake. So, for the $5 shake. So he's fucking scared the entire time that something's going to go wrong, something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then who's going to kill him? Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. So he's nervous. That's what the scene's about. That's what yeah. the point is. Yeah. Why does it have to be more than that? It's a slice of life. You can't just like have a slice of life. Apparently something has to have like a deep impact or something like that. But it has meaning. There is. The meaning is that he was asked to take the boss's wife out and he's trying not to fuck up. Yep. Or she, fuck her. Well, yeah. But then she fucks up everything by snorting heroin. Right. And also, really, it's Eric Stoltz's fault, right? Because Eric Stoltz was out of oh, baggies. Oh, yeah, he's out of baggies, and then he put it in the wrong thing. He put bag. it in a different kind of thing, uh, Ziploc or whatever it is yeah. that Coke normally comes in, I guess. I yeah, don't know. I, I don't know anything about I drugs. But that was the assumption, was that normally Coke would come in this, and that's why she thought it was Coke. Yeah, but it was heroin. Yeah. So that was like a little oopsie. Yeah. Like, what was the point of all of that? I still don't, I still don't know. Like, like I was bored during that part. Like, like that's, that's honestly, yeah. like, like, if that weren't in the movie... I think I think I would I would be I don't know I I think the movie's like six out of ten for me I think it'd be like eight out of ten if that were in the movie. Well, you do get to see like the scene of her I guess ODing on heroin. Yeah, and going back to the drug dealer. Like if they cut that part out, like, but 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 she's not important anyway. Like she doesn't, not important no, at all. Important. She is not important apparently to this movie. No. What do you think about this conversation they're having? Here? This a, I think this is a very <laughs> dumb conversation. I think they're also probably like snorting heroin. Out. <laughs> so they're all doing right now. We better take them over to Eric Stoltz. Yeah. You know, Eric Stoltz used to be uh, Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, poor, poor Eric Stoltz's career did not like get as big as uh, you know, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. But Fox, but then he doesn't have Parkinson's. He doesn't. That so. sucks. I guess the world loves him a little bit more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Really? In, like, she doesn't have any other... She doesn't have any impact on any of the other stories. Oh, no. Not at all. So so we don't care about her. 
And then she does have an impact on the other stories because Vincent would be killed if it wasn't for fucking. Oh my! This is what I'm talking about. She, everybody, so that then Bruce Willis doesn't have an impact on any other story. Then mm. technically, no impact because what does he have to do with fucking them getting the fucking case to to Marcellus? Nothing. Nothing. Can't we have just like a bunch of other stories too? It's it, different stories that fit in together. They all have something to do with each other, technically. Just because it doesn't directly impact anything doesn't mean shit. Because none of the stories directly impact any of the other stories. Just, okay, so so Vincent is the guy who's going after Butch, but it has nothing to do with the other story at all. In fact, it happens yeah. afterwards. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It fucking annoys me. Sorry. I don't think it tells us that much about Vincent's character. What I think, just my personal opinion. Yeah. He just he, wanted some foot shit in there? Yeah, he just wanted a, he wanted her in there. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, because it's such a fucking long movie. And, yeah. you, and you could cut out that whole half hour. I mean, what? I hate people who talk like that. That, that they're, they set, It's like California or like deep Long Island, like idiot. Speak. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you can hear yeah. it in their voices. That, oh, oh, I think I know everything about everything. I can't really explain it, but these are guys who fucking I used to hang out with in uh in high school and mm. I fucking hated them all. I hated them all. I'm sorry that you hated them so much. <laughs> Probably was a half hour between going to the apartment and then the fucking It's not even that long of a movie. It's two and a half hours. The, yeah. re the restaurant was it's the like a normal movie. Well, yeah. did you notice uh, uh <laughs> There's a lot of like Sorry, okay, guys. why did they just, like, edit that out? I don't know, and also, I don't believe he really coughed. I think that he did that because he couldn't think of what he was to say. Yeah. So he's like, oh, let me cover it up with a cough because it they, sounded fake. But why didn't they edit that out? That why really why would they? <laughs> why would they? Uh, um, ding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> so Jackrabbit Slims, right? Yeah. They have Jackrabbit Slims, and they have the trophy, and they came home with the trophy. Like the next day on the radio, they're like, someone stole the trophy from the Jackrabbit Slims. Dance. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I didn't yeah, that. yeah, they uh, they stole the trophy. Yeah. It's not true. That is a myth, and I hear, it, basically, when Butch is going to his apartment, you hear on uh, somebody's TV, mm -hmm. and they it's just an ad for Jackrabbit Slims. Okay. Which in itself is cool, I guess. Yeah. And I think they do talk about the $5 shake in the thing, which is kind of oh. funny. I think. But they definitely never talk about the trophy, ever. Yeah. Like, that's not true. That is a lie. Yeah. So, just wanted to put that out there. It went at all, because that dance was terrible. Yeah, I don't know. That, see, like, 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 that was the stuff. Like, so, so I mean, I think the reason why this movie is so popular is for two reasons. I think it's because Samuel L. Jackson's awesome. Because yes, honestly, most of the lines that Samuel L. Jackson said in this movie, I've heard other people say in life. Very quotable. And, and so therefore, the, the movie's movie. great. So because yeah. other so people so said many the lines. Quotes yeah. from this movie. Say and the line, Bart. Oh, yeah. So that's the one. Oh. And the other is because I mean it is interesting with the non non chronologic storytelling. But I mean, is this guy chewing I don't gum? Know that that's enough oh, to no. make it like make a two and a half hour long movie where. At least a half hour, if not more of it, was like pointless. Like that it get that it's on this list. This like I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm struggling with the cultural significance of this movie. I guess is where I'm at. What? So we have first we have Gabe who's talking about how the, it's extremely culturally 
culturally significant. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it bad. And now these guys are saying it's not culturally significant at all. Yeah. What? <laughs> so, do you agree with them? It's, the movie's it's, too long. It's, it's, I didn't uh, think it was long at all. Like, I never <laughs> felt like it was two and a half. I didn't even realize it was two and a half hours, honestly. Exactly. There's nothing boring about that scene. No. It's not pointless. Everything has a fucking point to it. Yeah, and there's some movies that, like, are less than that, like, much shorter, and you're like, oh, my God. Yes. It's going on forever. Yes. When and you're like, what? End? That movie's only 90 minutes? Oh, yeah. shit. Don't think you've seen enough movies. I don't think you've seen like enough Tarantino movies. And you, like, but, but, but that's what I mean. But we're judging this movie. We're not. We're, we're not judging Quentin Tarantino's yeah, career. Yeah, but you would judge differently if you've seen Reservoir Dogs before this. Like no, you, I disagree. I absolutely disagree. Even though he's trying to tell him that he's wrong, I still disagree with him. Yeah. Because I don't think you need to see Reservoir Dogs to enjoy this movie. No. There's nothing about Reservoir Dogs that makes you enjoy this movie. No. Judge differently. Yeah, but I'm an average person watching movies. So, uh, so average people have seen Reservoir Dogs. So what you're, well, yeah. So okay. So so I'd be curious if I saw Reservoir Dogs first if I would change my opinion. But but but, but so but are you saying so but, but, so, but. potentially that this <laughs> this list is not is not the hundred greatest films. In America. <laughs> Why are Americans. there so this many long pauses? This film is not the hundred greatest films. Not the it's not the hundred greatest films. Not the hundred this one film counts as a hundred. This film is not a hundred films. No, it is definitely not a hundred films. You heard it here, folks. Yes. Films. I mean I mean that kind of sounds like this is the hundred greatest films if you're a film snob and have seen every film. What? Film film with the films and the films and films and films films and films. Okay. The, these this show is terrible. Never listen to Whole Wheat Costa. <laughs> mm. yeah, it's very stupid. Uh, let's see. Get some more of this shit. I don't know. Um, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's I just it? feel like I mean, there's 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 edit, arguably dudes, edit. The, depending on what you consider the Tim Roth stuff. There's three or four interconnected stories playing out together in a non-linear fashion and I feel like only half of the stories work. Like half only three, half yeah. the stories are interesting. So one and a half then. One and a half stories. Because half of three is one and a half. Yeah. So what half of what story are you talking about? I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No. It's really well written. Uh, of course there's boring stuff. Like there's every movie we watched. Oh! Like, look at The yeah. Searchers. That's yeah. on there. And there was that whole boring middle part, too. Yeah. The Searchers Wait, is what, boring. What are Searchers? What's The Searchers? One Tamea. Oh! Debbie. Oh, yeah. Debbie, don't you remember? I'm Martin. I'm Martin, your brother. Remember? Debbie, remember back. Do you remember how I used to let you ride my horse? <laughs> that's, whoa, that's, like, weird. Well, the the quality is so weird. It's like yeah. this 1080p yeah. remastered version of the yeah. Searchers. It, it, does, does this at all ring a bell? Oh yeah, I know. I remember seeing From this great on movie great movie ride. Yeah, when you're waiting in the queue. Yeah. There's people saying the queue. <laughs> and Natalie Wood. So that's the Searchers, and apparently that movie apparently to him is boring. A classic. Apparently, these people don't like classic films. Like, what do you think that their favorite movie is? Their favorite movie is Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> no, I think it's too old for them. No. 
Their, pro- their favorite movie is probably something from like this year or probably. from whatever year that was made. I know. And then uh, no, I like this movie. Yeah. I just I'm again I'm just struggling with how it's culturally significant. Um, like like I feel like like I feel like well. Again with the cultural I mean, significance. I mean, bringing up baby also. I mean, bringing up baby was trash, but wow. But, um, but the other bringing up baby's an like, Oscar winner. Like oh, I, feel like, I feel like we could easily justify like what their larger message is, like why why there's some American meaning behind them. Um, Maybe it doesn't have to have a meaning. Maybe it's just a fun movie. It's just a ride. Yeah, yeah. it's a roller. We're out here to have fun. Yes, we're, we we're are. We're about culturally significant movies. Are movies. fun. Um, so I mean, the only thing I mean, this guy, this guy I think was serious about that too. Mm-hmm. We're not here to have fun. Yeah. Everything has to have some sort of significance. Yes, some sort of meaning. Fun. Yes, you can't have fun watching a movie. <sighs> no movies are meant to be fun. I mean, there is. I mean, there's tons of significant cultural. I mean, this is such a movie from '94. Like yeah. it's got this like feeling of like sure, it's 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 more timeless actually, if, if anything, because mm-hmm. we got this whole '50s feel to it and whatever. But something about this movie is very significant to the '90s. It's that yes. that gunlust and that like uh, exploitation yes. that we brought back because of Tarantino. Yeah. It, it, it's very significant mm-hmm. to that time of what we liked. Remember uh, Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. The uh, the DiCaprio one with all the guns? Oh, yeah. They just like guns. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was very, like, uh, like mo- in movie-wise, at least, gun-happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone liked a good, like, fight, a good gunfight on screen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess there's some sort of violence message, you know, like, message. like, message. like, I think, I think the whole, the whole, um, stuff with the wolf is interesting because they just killed somebody and their only concern is not getting, is not pissing off that guy's wife. Right. So like, and they take it very seriously that this guy's wife's going to come home and be mad at him. I don't think yeah. there's any message in this movie, but they don't. Okay. First of all, a message. Message. One message. That Okay, so, sir, <laughs> I had to talk to him directly. Uh, that isn't a message. The movie is funny. Now, humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously, it, it's a fuck. That's the joke. The joke is that they're so immune to violence. Yeah. These hitmen. That of course, the, the, what's good? They're going to be concerned about is is the Bonnie situation about yeah. Bonnie coming home from work. Mm-hmm. But in general, what do you think they're going to be concerned about? This guy is going to lose his wife. Possibly she might call the cops. Mm-hmm. And their whole hitman institute could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe there actually is a reason for it. Yeah. What are they talk? What are they talking about? Fucking like, oh, yeah, they're so nonchalant about it. First of all, A, that's the humor, and B, yeah. they really have something on the line here. Mm-hmm. Guy's wife comes home and sees all this blood everywhere and a dead guy in the garage. Yeah, that's a problem. You think she's gonna, he, he's going to get fucking divorced. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get fucking divorced, Jules. Yeah. <laughs> it has to have a message. Well, who said that every movie have to, has to have a message? I per, do you think Dumb and Dumber has a message? Yes. No. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. No, no poop jokes or fart jokes. But I mean, I mean, every movie has a message. No, it does it? So this is, I think, okay, it's purely again. Every movie has a message. Does it? Dumb and Dumber doesn't have a message. I do like that the other guy went. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah. 
All right, let's think of of, of some some movies. Like now, Requiem. I'm literally thinking my favorite movies. Requiem for a Dream does have a message. Yeah, that one does oh, have a message. Um, Memento. Does Memento have a message? Don't lose your memory. If you lose your memory, don't like. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, yeah. you know, like, you know what I'm trying to say. The people out there yeah. know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. so if you lose your memory, don't do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or what the fuck is the message of Memento? None. What, what about clerks? Does clerks have a message? We'll get to that next week, but he doesn't have a message. No. No. Oh it, yeah. Don't work shitty jobs. <laughs> Even then clerks too. They, they want the shitty job. jobs. They yeah. want it. Yeah. It, it's, it, there's no, there's a, Ton of movies. Forrest Gump. What in the fuck is the message of Forrest Gump? If if you're fucking retarded, then good luck. What's the message? I don't get it. I don't get the uh, message. It's, there's no message. No. I don't think it'll be on this list if there's no message. There's no message. What? I don't there's, know. I mean. I know. Oh, man. And and like and like as much as I thought watching those were weird, I mean obviously Tarantino's like known as a great filmmaker, so and he's kind of a weird guy. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I don't. I, I mean I don't think. Yeah, I. I mean I. I don't think any piece of art doesn't have a message. I mean. Oh, oh God. He's still on this fucking rant. So no art. So all art has to have a message. Okay. Apparently. What about music? Uh, what's the message in uh, Boom Boom Boom? Fucking. Is that a message? Would message you call that a message? Somebody. Like, woot, there it is. Go and get do some anal. Yeah, that's really all. There's no message in these songs. In any pop song, there's no message. Not any, but most pop songs, mm-hmm. there's no fucking message. The only ones that have messages is like folk, punk, mm-hmm. h- hardcore rap in some points, depending on what they're singing about. Yeah, or like One Call Away that we did on this show. Well, <laughs> that was a whole other story. One Call away. Yeah, there was no message in my house. No. Bum, 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 bum. He's just like. Bum, bum. He's just or, like, huh, like, you know, like just some guy welcoming you to his house and then like feeding you chips and salsa and like, you know, Afikomen. like vodkas and afikomen. <laughs> and maybe some maybe, like kugel. I mean, <laughs> yes. He doesn't have a, I mean, maybe the message doesn't drive the story. But I, I think every piece of art has some sort of message. He just goes on. <laughs> oh. So there we are. Everything, every piece of art has to have a message. Okay. Every piece so of art. You ready to move on to the next show? Yeah. <laughs> you had enough of these guys? Oh, this is enough. Okay, enough of Whole Wheat Costa. So here's the next one. <laughs> I kept waiting for this movie to end so I could go get chicken nuggets. Is that what was on your mind? Oh my gosh, all fun. that was on my mind. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. This is a show called The First Reaction. It was his first react to this movie. Okay. He just wanted to get... Um, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Okay. Yeah. So now we know what we're in for here. Let's see. Harry Potter. Bruce Willis part. Dang, that's cold. Cut out the Bruce Willis part. Agreed. Just cut it out. It's kind of useless. It's just weird. It's just like... I mean, I guess it's a movie that's been out and it's on Netflix so anybody could watch it. But basically... Yeah. He's just like running from the hitman. Everybody talks very slowly on these podcasts. Yeah, they're terrible. They're all terrible. Um, okay, so the first podcast that we listened to, the other one said mm-hmm. to cut out the Mia Wallace scene. Yeah. So let's cut that out. And now we're going to cut out the entire Bruce Willis part. Yes. 
So now we only have the Jules and Vincent. Yes. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Um, So... He's just running from the hitman. That's all. That's all. So that's not a movie. It makes no sense. Is that nothing? Just running from the hitman. So I don't know. And there's no other movies of people just running away from hitman. I don't know. Run Lola Run. But I don't know. No. I don't know. I never heard of Run Lola Run or the or a fugitive. That that shouldn't be a movie either. No. Cut it out. Cut out the whole movie because it's just running from the law. Let's not yeah. do that. Do you know how many movies are about running from the cops? Oh, there's so many movies. So many fucking movies. Ninety percent of action movies are just running away from someone. Yes. Or running towards someone. Oh, yes. One or the other. And it just takes a weird turn in a dungeon, and I'm just like, what's the point of this? What's the point of any of it, though? What's the point of life? I think the only reason Bruce Willis is there is for for the dick and the butt fucking. He's only there for the dick and the butt fucking. That's it. He's only there for the dick and the, the butt fucking. Nothing else. The dick and the butt fucking. The dick and the butt fucking. That's what this show is, is about here. Oh what, what in the fuck? That's it. What are they talking about? They're talking about the whole uh, Marcellus Wallace scene. I, but what dick? What dick? What the dick? dick and the butt fucking? What he, dick? Wait, does he get some dick or is it his dick? There's no dick. No, does he get dick? Does his girl have a dick? His girl has a dick. Yes, that's the whole. That's a subplot we missed. It was a deleted scene. Deleted scene was like she actually has a huge dick. Yes, and there was a whole entire discussion about that. And like he gets like also anally penetrated as well too. Yeah, like basically it was like she's like, I was sitting here and I wish I had a pot. And he's like, you wish you had some pot? And she's like, I have a really big dick. And then they discuss that. Yeah. But then they cut it out and she went back to talking about the pot. Just the pot. Yeah, exactly. She actually has a really big dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty useless section, though. But what you do see, although, is quite a bit of acting having to be had, right? There's moments where he's, like, in love with the girl. Quite a bit of acting. (laughs) What you do see is quite a bit of acting. So what happens, like, with other movies? Does that mean other movies, there's no acting and it's just, like, reality? No, there is, but but not quite a bit. A just acting. acting. It's just, just acting. acting. Yeah. But there's quite a bit quite of acting. Quite a bit of acting. Okay. <laughs> and he's like angry and then he's scared and then he's tough guy. Like there are a lot of different ver- mm-hmm. like emotions that are happening in his little character. I mean his little character. Wow. Could they be any fucking more condescending no. about something they know nothing about? Song. And all these people's voices sound like they fucking were born yesterday. I know. Movies all pretty much all acting and writing. <laughs> no, ah! Ah! Oh, acting and writing. What is what? This is wait. What? This movie is pretty much just all acting and writing. What? Oh shit. So like the other, so the other movies, like other movies, were not. Uh, so does that mean that other movies don't have? Wait, what? <laughs> This movie's basically acting and it's, writing. It's basically all acting and writing. <laughs> so what the hell are all movies improvised? <laughs> yeah, well, some are. Some are, but basically not all. every movie is forty-year-old virgin. Yes. <laughs> uh, people talking. No, it's not. It's uh, there's one more thing. It's all dissolves. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Could he use something else? 
Like there were a lot of dissolves. I get what it. What do you want? Wipes? I understand why. Yeah, probably. But God. <laughs> Can we have some like Star dissolves. Wars wipes? Yeah. Like way too many. Elaborate on dissolves. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate on dissolves. Dissolve. She's on a film podcast and she doesn't know what a dissolve is. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Elaborate on dissolves. It's so like very like dry the she, way she says it. She's like sounds like she's twenty fucking feet away from the mic. Yeah, no. And she's just like it, it sounded like she's the entire time they've been talking, she's been th- sitting there thinking, what are they talking about? Yeah. What the fuck is she? What, is, what does that mean? She Google it then. Exactly. <laughs> fuck, it's just like dissolve, dissolve, dissolve. And he, she's just like, elaborate on dissolve. Oh please. my God, this is such so dumb. <laughs> oh, there's more? Yeah, there's a few more. Fuck. Yeah, you definitely see like people our age wearing like that post- shirts with that poster. The, the poster with like Umar Therma is like Thur- iconic. Umar Therma, like you see so that she's iconic. You, you see that everywhere. She is. She is. <laughs> she's iconic. She is. Uma Therma. Or Umar Therma. Yes, Umar. Umar Therma. Wonder if anybody. Hey, Umar. Hey, Umar. What's up, Umar Therma? Yeah. <laughs> She's iconic. You do a film she podcast. Is. She is. Oh <laughs> like, how do, look, you just watched the movie. Can you fucking look at the names of the actors, please? Jesus Christ. Did he found the Me Too movement? Yeah, basically. Who would have thought he would do so much for feminine... Sure. Harvey sure. Weinstein founded the Me Too. It's movement? not that basically. What, what? What is she doing? So Harvey Weinstein founded the Me Too movement. So they were making a joke yeah. that he was the first of the whatever. Which the Me Too technically movement. it was Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Weinstein was first, but they, the Me Too thing started with Kevin Spacey, right? Uh, was it? I don't remember. E- either way, the joke is he founded the movement, right? And then he uh, found uh, the movement. Like he's the one. Like they're making a joke as if oh he's the one who created. If it wasn't because of him, yeah. there'd be no Me Too movement. Yeah. Which funny enough, but the girl doesn't get the joke. No. <laughs> the, the the girl, the whole as we as we say, the whole is all like, wait, he's the one who founded the movement. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's 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 do it again. It's a short clip. He found the Me Too movement. Yeah, making fun basically. of him. Thought he would do so much for feminine sure, feminism. Sure. Harvey Weinstein founded the Me Too. Movement? It's not basically. That he, basically, it's like who a, else are they a, talking it's about? It's a very strong reaction oh. to him. Oh. <laughs> they had to. They had to fucking explain the joke. To her. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Elaborate on dissolve. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see this last one here for them. I feel like I read books to become smarter and, like, <laughs> do the work I'm doing. <laughs> that pause, that I didn't pause. add that oh, in. God. That's part of it. Let's hear it again. I feel like I read books to become smarter and, like, do the work I'm doing to become smarter. But movies is, like, where I don't want to become smarter. I don't want to exercise the smarts I, the newfound smarts I have on movies. Movies is, by the way. He's talking about how he gets smart from reading books, but movies is what? Movies is. (laughs) Movies is. Movies is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So. (laughs) 
my God. This, this again, is a film podcast? It is a film podcast called The First Reaction, in which they discuss the first reaction to movies. Mm-hmm. I definitely suggest um, everybody listens to this and emails them about how amazing they are. In fact, email them, find them on Twitter, and, tw- and tweet them um, just about how much you love this show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nice comments only. Mm, yeah, nice comments only. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Next up... <laughs> Oh god. Um we have this called a uh, Flixwise. Mm-hmm. And uh just two from this one, but I think you might remember a certain thing that we're about to hear from another certain show that we did uh, not on this podcast, but uh mm-hmm. you'll see. As long as I can remember, I've never liked the Gold Watch. This is this viewing just really sealed for me how little is going on in that sequence that yeah. I enjoy watching on any yeah. level. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what's good. I think the Christopher Walken bit is good. Oh, sure, true, that, true. That is, <laughs> that's it. But, but after that, yeah, it's it's. Then I we just have like gay panic. The movie. What? Gay panic. Wait, when's our gay panic? Did I miss the gay panic part? Be- because the the bad guys who rape. Our friend Marcellus Wallace, the bad guys Uh are gay. Or maybe they're just rapists because. Maybe they're just rapists. Yeah. How is this gay panic? They're just rapists. They're just terrible people. They're they're saying that it's gay panic because of that scene. What? No. But we're going to get more about that type of situation in another podcast, which will come up very shortly. So keep that in mind. I just wanted to show you that more, that these people have these stupid fucking thoughts in their head. There's nothing anti-gay about this movie. No. There's nothing even pro-gay about the movie. No. Or any, there's no gay people in the movie. No. These guys are just rapists. These are rapists. Yes. There's nothing about sexual preference. No. They're rapists. They're yes. bad, horrible people. Yes. Rapists. Yes. Not gay. No. This, who in the fucking right mind would put those two things in the same category? I know. Homophobe. Gay panic. You, yeah. woman. Flixwise would do that. <sighs> aye, aye, aye. Next. I guess we could make an exemption for Mia Wallace, but she also ends up just a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so, a curious cat. Yeah. Or, or what do you call it, Pandora's box. Sure, <laughs> yeah. She can't resist. Yeah, so they're talking about women. There's no women in this movie that are redeemable, and so therefore she's like, oh yeah, well, Mia would be one, except for the fact that she ends up a damsel in distress. She a damsel in distress? She's a fucking... Because a man needs to help her. Anyone needs to help her. It doesn't need to be a man. She's just, just so fucking like she, it just so happens that there was a man there. Yeah, and Rosanna Arquette, mind you, is a fucking strong female character in this yeah. movie. She might not have a lot to do, yeah. but she is a strong female character. Yeah. She's always screaming at Eric Stoltz about how he's a fucking dick. When he is, mm-hmm. he's a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. And she wears the pants in that family. Of course, granted, he yells at her to get the marker because she's fucking done with him and this shit. Yeah. But she helps. It's yeah. not a damsel. It's not a man doesn't have to save her. Men yeah. and a woman saves her. Yeah. And then there's another woman who just sits there smoking pot. Oh, yeah. But I don't, who even gives a shit about her? You know, the one with, not the one with all the shit in her face. No. Do you remember that line? I don't remember the shit in her face. When uh, Vincent shows up mm-hmm. 
at the at the yeah, drug dealer's house. Voice, yeah, yeah. He, he's saying, "Oh yeah, uh, you you'd really like uh, what the fuck was her name in the movie? Tracy, Trini, uh, whatever, whatever her Trudy. You'd really like Trudy. You know, you two would get along. Whatever in that. That's the ugly one, the one who's not mm-hmm. Rosanna Arquette." Yeah. And so Vincent goes, well, what is she with all the fucking, all the fucking shit in her face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, no, that's my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funny line. But anyway. That's pretty funny. That's all I have to do about this Flixwise show. I couldn't listen to them. They were terrible. But those yeah. two lines really annoy this shit out of me. Mm. So we got two more. I'm not sure which one to end with. Mm, money mo. Oh, but both of them are so Mm. All right. Which one would you rather end with? A bunch of women who are bitching about this movie being a man's movie or whatever it is, or um, a woman and a guy, and the guy hates the fucking movie, like hates it, like to its core. Which one do you want to end with? Oh God! I guess like we'll end with the the guy who hates it. Okay, so we'll do the bunch of the, the bunch of hens right now. Yeah. <laughs> like they just think it's a man's movie. Or Pretty much, that's what how it comes off. Yeah. So we'll do chicks with flicks. Chicks with dicks. Yeah. Now this one does have a lot of them, but they're not long. Yeah. There's a lot of clips though here, so here we go. Well, they're supposed to like retire after like two more movies. Huh. <sighs> we can always hope, I guess. <laughs> They hate Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. This is going to turn out oh, good. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. These fucking hens. These hens. Just bitching away. Jesus Ooh. Christ. You hear them in the background. Also, their audio is so bad. It's awful. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I do have mixed feelings about Quentin Tarantino. I loved him so much as a teenager. Yeah. But I feel like I've outgrown him a little bit. Outgrown him? What? He's a director. What, what, outgrown yeah. him? I'm a little too mature for Django Unchained. Yeah, apparently. Movie's fucking... Uh, Christoph Waltz won a goddamn Oscar for that movie. Yes. An Oscar. Yes. But you've outgrown him. Outgrown this. Outgrown this. him. Ugh. So that means she's just gotten stupider. <laughs> the movie has outgrown you. His work has outgrown you as a human being, you dumb cunt. Ugh. It was so long. I was like, yeah, the movie was long. It was, like, <laughs> it was long. Two and a half hours. The is terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so bad. So I have to lower the, the sound. Hold on. Because they're louder than everybody it's else's so show. So loud. Let's try it now. so long. I was like, yeah, the movie was long. It was like, long. Two and a half hours. I mean, just, yeah. like, stories. I did get up and, like, do laundry and stuff while I was watching it, too. I didn't sit. Doing laundry. So she didn't actually watch the movie. She didn't. Well, at least one of them did not watch this movie. No. She was doing laundry during yeah. it. Yeah. And they're all complaining about the length of it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Try to find out, figure out a good joke, but that's good enough. <laughs> Two and a half hours to watch it, but I may have fried catfish. <laughs> what? So one of them was doing laundry, and the other one was making catfish for dinner. So you're not watching the movie. Two of them, the three, I believe. Why do you even do this? Weren't paying like, attention. Just don't even do the podcast. Why do you do a podcast? I mean, I seriously, know. if you're gonna do a podcast about movies, why aren't you watching the fucking movie you're gonna do? I don't know. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, 
So we know that they're going to have a very informed decision about this film. I feel like a lot of the ladies in this movie were a bit on the annoying side for me. Now, if that isn't the most ironic Ah. statement. (laughs) So Joey Lord Adams here thinks that (laughs) that the women in the movie were a little bit on the annoyance. Yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. Well, I, I think that, uh, that the, the people of the movie were a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the people at home are laughing at this? I mean, seriously. This is ridiculous. Like, this podcast is ridiculous. I couldn't listen to this show if it wasn't for this reason. I can go a little bit annoying. Yeah. Um... Not Mia, but uh, Butch's girlfriend, uh-huh. the taxi driver. Yeah, him and I were texting about that. <laughs> and they're texting the movie too, apparently. Yeah, so they're not paying attention. So they're not paying attention because they're just busy texting. To they're doing other. laundry. They're texting. They're making catfish. Oh. Did any of them watch the fucking movie? No, nobody actually watched the movie. Well, the females were all really annoying. Oh God. <laughs> Um, you like this show? I hate this show. Well, why? They seem pretty I good. They suck, and they didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I mean, I am always for having Bruce Willis in a movie. Mm-hmm. However, his story- mm-hmm. uh-huh. Uh-huh. God, these fucking hens! I can't think of any other word but hens. Yeah. There's nothing else. They're just like these women whose husbands actually work and do jobs, and they're at home making catfish and shit like that, and just clucking about fucking oh this guy is so attractive and I would wanna be I wanna be I wanna be be the pussy that's surrounding him to be nice because you know my husband doesn't do it for me because he actually is probably cheating on me with his secretary. And they're like not women who are like independent who go no. out there and like you know work and shit. And you can tell just by the fucking conversations they're having. Yeah. They don't sound intelligent first of all. No. They couldn't ever have gone to college. No. They don't know shit about shit. You do a let's do a, Can you imagine the conversation? I think we should do a podcast, you guys. Oh, yeah, I think we should do a podcast. What do you want to do it about? Movies. Do we have to watch the movies? No, we'll just make food and stuff, and then we'll, we'll just talk about the things we did see. Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's why, like, I can't talk about the movies that I've seen bits and pieces of. Like, Paul, like, um, like uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, yeah. <laughs> God, freaking anybody out there who, if I haven't said this before, I'm going to say it now. I used to hate Haley Joel Osment. Like, I refused to watch any movie he was in for like 10 years because he's in Forrest Gump. It's like his first role. And he's this little kid. And Forrest Gump asks him, well, what are you watching? And he he just goes, Bert and Ernie. He's watching Sesame Street. Burton Ernie's not even on the screen when he says it. No. So it's like, ah, no, it's not. You're not watching Burton Ernie. You're watching fucking Cookie Monster. And technically, you're watching Sesame Street. And because of that, I refuse to watch any movie. <laughs> no, yeah, and then he ended up being funny as fuck. Yeah, now, when, like, when he got fat, he became very funny. Yes, he needs to be fat. Seriously, he's great when he's fat. Yes, he's awesome. I'm sure we talked about that in the Country Bears episode. Yeah, I prefer him fat. <laughs> Very weird. It just right. doesn't sit with the rest of no, it. No, it doesn't. It just everyone hates this Bruce Willis scene suddenly. Yeah. What the fuck? It's off into yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like it was just like we need something really 
fucking weird. So mm-hmm. let's just do this. And we're like, what? What? This, what? <laughs> this means nothing in the scope of the of the story. They didn't watch the movie. No. Like, like you could tell they didn't watch the movie. That thing didn't mean anything. It didn't do nothing, and nothing's nothing. And with nothing, with half nothing, nothing. And nothing. I was scalloping potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even comment on it because they're not—they're not saying anything. No. Like I'm not even mad about their thoughts on it because I'm like, you didn't see it. No, and they just want to fuck Bruce Willis. <laughs> yes, that's the only thing I've understood from here. All right, here we go. And then they bust in in the middle of breakfast. Which they're having cheeseburgers. Yeah, cheeseburgers for breakfast. I'm like, okay. I I know this upset Emma a lot. It really did. Really (laughs) did. They were having lunch for breakfast. Well, I I I mean. Okay. First of all, everybody seems annoyed just at the fact that the guys are eating cheeseburgers for breakfast. For breakfast. Well, they do sell like burgers for breakfast at a. Shake Shack. So no, but they would hate you if you bought that. That's so stupid. If you went to Shake Shack and bought a burger in the morning, they hate you. Yeah, they sell like hate. Yes, probably <laughs> they do sell like a sausage like like burger, but they also sell their regular burgers. And I've seen people at freaking Grand Central, like at the Shake Shack, eating burgers and fries, eating burgers and fries at seven a.m. How much do you think it costs for that sausage burger? Sausage burger? I got the sausage burger. I think it was oh. like six bucks or something. Like six bucks? I don't remember. You could have gotten a fucking sausage sandwich on a fucking delicious hot biscuit well, if you went to McDonald's for one dollar. Well, I was in Grand Central and they didn't have a McDonald's inside of Grand Central. How does it taste? Did it taste better than McDonald's? No, not at all. You spent six dollars on something that wasn't even as good as a McDonald's? It might have been six, five. It might have been five. Oh, it's just as bad. Six dollars on a fucking sandwich that you could have gotten for one. I don't remember how much it was. It was not good, and I was like, I would have rather get their regular burger. Shake Shack is overrated. The end. Unless you go to the one in Madison Square Park. Yes, it. T- I like the uh, the the Shack Stack. That's the shroom burger yes. patty, like the uh, the fucking um, uh, fried up portobello mushroom Yuck. that's got oozy, gooey, gooey, oozy cheese. I and like then cheese. It it comes with that and the meat. Like, so it's like, you know, like uh, fried, uh, like deep fried portobello mushroom cheese thing <laughs> with meat. Mm, so yeah. good. Sounds so terrible. Good. Oh, so good. So fattening. Listen, people, if you want to eat a good burger in the city, it's called Burger Joint. Oh, yeah. That's where you go. It's in the Park of Meridian. Um, what street? Le Parc Meridien. Le Parc Meridien. What street is that? 57? Oh, I forgot. It was like 56? 56 or something between. Look it up. Sixth and seventh, or something like that. Adam's. Cash only. Soup Nazi rules. So you got to know what you want before you get to the table, or you, yeah. you're getting kicked it, offline. And there's really no room to sit down. Yeah, there's a few tables, but yeah, it's up to you to figure out what you want to do. But it's like hidden inside this like freaking like five star like hotel or something. Yep, like you go right in, you make a left, and it's it's over there, and fucking the most delicious burgers you've ever had. So juicy. Yes. And it's like the freaking like where you'll you know that you're heading towards towards the right place when you smell meat. Yes. <laughs> so fucking good. So there you go. That's what you do. Let's see what else these people have to say about the cheeseburgers. Courtney brought up the point that they're in LA, mm-hmm. so they have, you know, a lo- different drive-through sure. standards, but I am used to you can't get fries oh, yeah. or a burger until 11. Yep. 
I'm like, what kind of fantasy a- land are they getting this shit? From? <laughs> it's a fucking diner. In my head, no, it's it's they're talking about the um the the, the burger. yeah, it's yeah, like a diner. Oh yeah, it's not. It's a, a diner. fucking fast food restaurant, but. There are fast food restaurants that do serve burgers in the morning. Just because you don't get that, you don't like a scene because someone else does have that, and it is real. You just even said it. Shake Shack has it. Yep, Shake Shack has it. I saw people eating freaking burgers at 7 a.m. Yeah, and there's other ones, too. Yeah. I'm sure that at Burger King, you can get fucking breakfast or whenever, I mean, uh, lunch for breakfast. Yeah. I'm sure you can. McDonald's, I, I think that doesn't do it. I think you still yeah. can only get burgers after a certain time. Yeah. But that's McDonald's. That's not every fucking place. No. And this big kahuna burger. Oh, yeah. We had, um, at fucking Kona Cafe, they had the freaking, uh, Moco Loco, which is a yep. burger patty on rice or something. For, for breakfast. For breakfast. That's just racist to, like, you know, assume <laughs> that people don't freaking eat. Racist. Like, uh. <laughs> What's the race? Burgers. Burger race. The burger race. The race of burgers. Yes. It's fucked up. The charcoal people. Yes, the charcoal people. The Thinking, burger race. Are all three of these guys already awake? Not that it's stupid early, but it's still fairly Maybe early. Maybe they were up all night and, like, they were hungover and that Raging. was... They, it was like... So they're they're mad now because these guys are awake too early. It's seven thirty. It's seven thirty. They're way too early. Well, you like to be up that early on your own. Do I? I like to be up that early, or I have to get up that early for work. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> had to. Uh, had to. But yeah, they could have like, or maybe they like you know work early shifts or something like that, and they need to get their breakfast. Seriously, or maybe I mean I do agree they probably were up all night, but still. Fucking, maybe they get an early start. Maybe that's their thing. Yeah, they could be going through their to-do list. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. These people are so fucking stupid. They don't like movies because of the stupidest reasons. I don't like because they're awake. Movie sucks. Yeah, they're awake. <laughs> it's 7.30 and they're awake. Don't believe it. Movie stinks. No. Make some catfish. Yeah, yeah. Scallops and potatoes. <laughs> Anything can happen in this movie. And it does. And it does. Yeah. And I just think it took really... Are you drunk? Why are you again? Why is it going to happen in the movie? Oh, yeah. This is terrible. There was a girl that used to be on um, a show with Meg Veg. Mm-hmm. And I think Kate was on it too. I don't remember. They definitely on a show with Meg Veg. And she used to slur her speech like that. And it was. Yeah. I'm like, was she always drunk? Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> That's how she gets through the day. Well, we do have friends that like like to like help themselves to a glass of wine, and we're good friends with them. We like them a lot. Real people, two ladies that like to drink. Oh, ladies! Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant somebody else who I'm not friends with. No, but there are two ladies that we know who drink a lot. I don't mind that. I'm not talking about drinking. I'm just talking about she's. Some people drink to the point the point of slurring. Yeah. Calm down. Calm yourself. She probably got up at seven a.m. to like fucking go drink. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's complaining about eating cheeseburgers, but she's been drinking since fucking eight, eight uh, six, six seven a.m. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, maybe a St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. Long time for him to realize that his watch is gone. She has like chip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay check like as soon as he got there. She, now she's mad because it took him too long to figure out his watch was gone. <sighs> Why you check before? He was thinking about throwing the match. Yeah, and like. Fucking them over yes. and then killing a guy. Yes. Maybe 
there were a little th- things that were a little bit more important than a watch. Yes. Because <laughs> they but, had sex first. And you get to see, he hangs the dong. See, I didn't, do you actually see it? No. I see no. a black patch and then a pink patch. No. I didn't catch, I just see I didn't catch any. I think you see like actual. Little, just like the size. I, I was watching this whole scene skipping forward 30 seconds at a time. Did you see it? So, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a part. Like he's like, when he's like, is about to sit on the toilet. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that looks like dong to me. First of all, you don't see Bruce Willis's dick in this movie or any dick. Yeah, what the hell were they imagining, Dick? I think they watched Wild Things. That's what I think they watched. Was there dick in that? I don't. Kevin Bacon. That's a big scene. Kevin Bacon comes out of the shower and Dick just goes whoa, like like flinging it all over (laughs) the place. Exactly. Oh, he was in Wild Things. I forgot that he was in Wild Things. He wasn't in Wild Things. You just said Wild Things and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, because I was thinking about a scene with a dick flopping out. Oh, was his dick was his dick flopping out in Wild? Oh, Wild Things was the Kevin Bacon. Like I thought it was Matt Dillon. Right? Matt Dillon and Kevin Bacon. It was oh, Kevin Bacon's dick. Not oh, that, Kevin's Matt Bacon. That's right. Kevin's Bacon. That's Kevin's Bacon. But this doesn't have any dick in it. There is a part where he comes out of the shower and he's holding like a towel over his dick. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. Were they about. trying to find Dick? They were, like, trying That's to imagine Dick with their, like... That's what they said. And the other one, skipping forward 30 seconds throughout the whole movie. Then what What are you watching? Why are you skipping 30 seconds? Why the- are you doing a podcast about a movie that you don't want to watch? Doesn't make any second. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, even when we watch terrible movies, we watch the movie. We deal with it. We, we just... Suffer through it. The, that's where the humor comes from. Yes. The badness of a movie. So if you really didn't like it and you want to be funny about it or whatever you want to do, you still need to watch it. How can you tell me a movie's bad if you didn't fucking pay attention to it? Yes. You dumb fucking slut cunt! <sighs> Continuing. So Bruce Willis sneaks back to his apartment in like a super long and necessarily long tracking shot. It's so long. I'm like, come on. Hurry, is someone going to shoot him yet? Let's go. Oh, um, he finds the watch on the kangaroo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it a kangaroo? Yeah, it was. But, like, fucking... It is not, they don't care about this, like any style yeah. or any substance. All they, they want is, like, a movie where it's just talking, 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 dialogue, dialogue, romantic comedy, probably. Yeah, probably. They probably really want to see a good rom-com. Yes. But they were stuck watching Pulp Fiction. Yes, so this is not the freaking podcast for them to be doing. Like, they should not be doing this movie, at yeah. It's not for you. How about that? Do four weddings and a funeral. Do the Pelican Brief. Wait, like <laughs> Pelican Brief is not wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Julia Roberts is in it, isn't she? she I think she is. No, she's not. Yes. <laughs> no, Wait, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who's in the Pelican Brief? I, I think I it's Julia Roberts. I do think oh, yeah, it's Julia I don't Roberts. know. Look up Pelican Brief. You don't have to look up Pelican Brief. Next. Okay. okay. <sighs> Tarantino's throwing around the N-word. Yeah. Yeah. His character is Which, married to a black lady, but that does not give him permission to do so. I just feel like he wanted to be all guard. I don't know that Jules... It seems Same odd thing. for Jules' character not to be like, excuse me, don't... Because Jules doesn't take shit from anyone, and then he's yeah. got this guy. Yeah, but at the same time, they... Jimmy is They're allowing them to... But still. Our dead potty in his garage. Right. Okay, first of all, I've said it before, so we're not going to get too much into yeah. it. 
But Jimmy and Jules were partners. Mm -hmm. He clearly has some sort of respect for him because he wouldn't have taken shit from him in the past if yeah, that was the case. Exactly. They clearly fucking have no problem with each other in any way whatsoever. Yes. In fact, Jules actually cares a lot about everything going on with Jimmy. He cares about his wife coming home. He yes. cares about whatever because he has a mutual respect for him. Yes. So don't fucking tell me that Jules wouldn't take shit from nobody. No, he wouldn't <sighs> take shit from nobody. But he's not taking shit. This is how they talk with each other. They live in fucking Englewood. They live in a fucking neighborhood where people talk like that, and that's the way it is. I know a lot of people who were white and acted a certain way and hung out with people who were black who acted the same way and they talked the same and nobody had a problem with each other. They mm. all fucking got along. I didn't like it personally because I don't like people who act like that. I don't like people who act thug. I don't like people who don't act like fucking people. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with race. There is no fucking race. They acted that way because they mutually had some sort of bond with each other. Yes. Where the word meant nothing to them. Yes. It's just like, you know, like, bro. Yes. Dude. That's what man. they were saying. What can I tell you? I yeah. don't fucking know what their relationship is. All I can tell you is that you're wrong. Don't. She's like going into the heads of the character as if she created them. Hi. Well, people, like, find a lot of things, uh, you know, problematic nowadays, yeah, so. Yeah, people, people have their fucking That's how it is. Jansen, who has to be like, hey, could you say please? Well, then he oh, said, no, that's, he, he, he said that to, to Mr. Wolf. That's true, to Mr. Wolf. But yeah, I'm just like. It's Tarantino's movie. He can say what he want and nobody can tell him otherwise. Yeah, he Actually, that's true. Your yeah, sarcasm true, is yeah. understood here. Um, and, um, Yeah. It's his movie, yeah, and nobody could tell him otherwise. Yeah, he's a director. Director yeah. is king. And writer. Mm, he's yep. the director. He's the writer. He's the producer. Yep. You, you have no say over what he does. Yeah. And if you don't like it, don't watch it. No. You're wrong about everything you're saying, mm -hmm. and you're a dumb fucking cunt. Yes. And I bet you your husband's cheating on you. Probably. Yep. Right now. Piece of shit. She doesn't have a husband. Probably not. Ugly bitch. Almost the drug dealer. I'm glad he wasn't. But he's like, no, I have to be behind the camera for no, the for red. shot. Okay. I was like, you should have been behind the camera in this for part, too. the whole too. thing. Can yeah. you not be in one of your movies? He's not, I don't think he's in Jackie Brown. I haven't seen that, so I don't know. Probably one of my f more favorite Qu Tarantino movies. Really? Yeah. I thought it was kind of long. Everything's kind of long. <laughs> Everything's long. <laughs> I want to watch a 90-minute rom-com. It has to star either Billy Crystal or Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, and that's it. Nobody else. I only want to see the two of them in rom-coms. Nobody else. And it has to be 90 minutes. And I can't see any violence. No, 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 none of that. And you can't use any language I don't like because that's not. And... and shut the fuck up, cunt! I know. Oh God, it's these—it's hard to listen to them. <laughs> well, we only have two more of these. God.
And you've got like Honey yes. Bunny just like okay. shouting, Ugh. and you're like, so ah, be cool, uh, be cool, Honey Bunny. Tell that bitch she's to be cool. so drunk. Why? Honey Bunny is just shouting. My voice is at a regular level. Tell you why you're Honey Bunny. She's shouting. She's, she's like drunk. <laughs> Be cool, honey bunny. Tell that bitch to be cool. Be cool, bitch. Be cool. And like, man. They don't say it that many times. Samuel Jackson just should be like a hostage negotiator. He's just like, she be hustling. Every day is hustling. Every day is hustling. 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 Like, makes everything just like, you know, make sense. I did feel this and scene was a little long for my. <laughs> everything is long. Everything is long. Oh. I think that this movie was a little bit long. I think this scene was a little bit long. <laughs> Every single time. Everything is long. Me. Everything. I think Samuel Jackson's dick was a little bit long. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they haven't mentioned him yet. They probably have nothing bad to say about him, so then that's why they can't make it. (laughs) They did mention him about Jimmy. Yeah. About him not taking any shit from him. Oh, yeah. Okay, can we... The whole movie was a little long, but... Yeah, some some parts didn't feel so long, but this one definitely did to me. I think that it should have just stayed in the bathroom the whole time. Yeah. And then just the ending joke, he comes out and is like, hey, did I miss something? They decided to take a go at rewriting the script. Oh. Good job, Scott. Girls. Oh, God, I hate yeah. them so much. Yeah. I think he oh. should have just gone to the bathroom and then came out and went, Hey, did I miss something? And then everyone's like, oh. no! <laughs> oh. Shut up! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> One more. I feel like you either. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we should have that as a sound clip. Jesus. I feel like you either, that's what, you either love it or you hate it, you know. Yeah. That's the deciding factor on whether or not you're going to like Tarantino movies or not. Did you hear what she just said? Let's, let's rewind that. Listen very carefully. I feel like you either, that's what... You either love it or you hate it, you know. Yeah. That's the deciding factor on whether or not you're going to like Tarantino movies or not. What? You either love it or you hate it. That's the deciding factor if you're going to love it. What does that even mean? That's dumb. To decide whether you're going to like it or not, you have to figure out whether you love it or hate it. Yes. Then you'll know whether you love it or hate it. Yes. Yes. That's how it works. <laughs> yes. <sighs> like, this is the nonsense. You have to know if you like it if, so you can figure out whether you like it or not. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you Jesus. like that kind of stuff or if you don't. Oh, there really was just all these conversations. Yeah, yeah. With subplot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conversations with a subplot. You mean a movie. That is the definition of a movie. Yes. All right, we're going to go to our last show. We're going to leave chicks with flicks. And we're going to end this with That Aged Well. Uh, movies, they talk about older movies and see if the movie aged well or not. 
And um, this is a woman and a man. And it's a it's a it's a very interesting oh boy. group of people here. Let's 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 listen to this. Had a lot of difficulty getting financed. Yeah, it was turned down for being demented and stuff like that. And you know who loved it and fully financed it? Yeah, the first time his company fully financed financed the script. Yep, Harvey Weinstein. Yep, Harvey Weinstein put his stamp of approval on this film. Yep, 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 yep. Nothing ages yep, yep, better yep. than a Harvey Weinstein produced film. Yeah, nothing. What? What? Do you want to go into Harvey Weinstein's career and see what else yeah. he, he financed? Freaking they're just like going by the recent like Me Too, like, you know, him being a rapist <laughs> things. Let's see. So nothing nothing is better than, you know, so he's basically saying all Harvey Weinstein movies, um, a.k.a. Well. Di- uh, sorry, Miramax movies are are not a don't age well or they're pieces mm-hmm. of shit or whatever. So let's see what we have here. Let's see. Uh, so we have My Left Foot. Which was nominated for uh, Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Didn't win, but still got nominated. So an Academy Award nominated film. No, no, that's not good. Uh, so we have The Piano. <laughs> that movie. Mm-hmm. Is, is, fuck that movie, right? Awful. F- fucking Best Picture nominee. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Fuck The Piano. Yeah. Uh, the Crow. I'm sure the... I mean, the only reason The Crow wouldn't age well is, I guess, because, you know, the guy got shot and that's no, kind of, like, fucked up. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. It's not their fault. No. The Crow, of course. Uh, Clerks. Clerks. That didn't age well, apparently. That's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Clerks sucks. Um, Muriel's Wedding. Very famous uh, Australian mm-hmm. film. But that one, no. Oh, look. The Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain. <laughs> oh, Gordy. The fucking uh, pig movie. Aw, <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Uh, kids. Well, that movie sucks, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, what other things do we have here? Oh, you didn't um, like Kids. Kids awful. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, you liked isn't it? it? No, I never saw it. But like, isn't it supposed to be a slice of life, like real, like kids in the Bronx? It's re- you. Want- All right, I'm I'm gonna do this for you, just for you. I will watch kids with you. No, I heard that it was like you know, like it's it's like uncomfortable because it's yeah. too real. Yeah, I'm gonna watch kids with you, and you're gonna tell me because you grew up in Brooklyn. Yes, I grew up a little further out, but yeah. you grew up in Brooklyn. So let you tell me how real this is, and we'll watch it mm-hmm. together. Well, freaking uh, Rosario's in it. Rosario is in that That's movie. How she got She's the best part of that movie. And she got discovered in that movie. Yes. <laughs> Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Oh, Movie's yeah. fucking hysterical. It is. It's one of the best spoofs ever made. Yes. Honestly, like I know that like people are gonna be like, oh, would that movie? No, fucking airplane, naked gun, and don't be a man. South Central, drink you juice in the hood, and that uh, they came together, which yes. I just watched recently. Very funny. Yes. Great spoof movies and scary movies as well. Oh, speaking of scary movie, uh, Scream oh, was shit. was a. Uh, I'm not up to it yet, but that. Was one, but that not, doesn't age well. It wasn't like a classic film or anything. Uh, train spotting. Oh yeah, that movie was terrible. Fuck train spotting. Yeah. That movie shouldn't. Oh, it doesn't age well because you know Harvey Weinstein. Swingers. No, Swingers was bad. Nobody fucking thinks of that as a classic fucking film. No, fuck Swingers. Emma. Oh God, Emma didn't age well at all. That movie isn't beloved by fucking tons of people. I mean, I don't like it, but whatever. The English Patient, the winner of a fucking Academy Award for Best Picture. The English Patient. No, not that one. Sling Blade. Oh, Sling Blade. No, fuck Sling Blade. Oh, just a boy. It was just a boy. That's the Billy Bob movie where he's oh, yeah. really, really, really oh, retarded. Um, he yeah. Went full. 
full. And it got lots of fucking nominations. Uh, Marvin's Room, that movie didn't do well at all. Well, I actually hated that movie. People liked it, though, so what could I tell you? Uh, Chasing Amy, oh, that movie didn't do well at all. It wasn't like his like fucking Kevin Smith's breakthrough film yeah. that everyone loved, including my mom. So, no, not that. No, no, no. Chasing Amy, fuck that movie. Because, you know, it was approved by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Am I making my point yet, fuckers? No, how about Goodwill fucking hunting? Oh no, that fucking Academy Award winner. That movie didn't fucking do well at all. No. I, I, I'm having a fucking aneurysm right now. <sighs> People are fucking stupid. They don't obviously don't know anything. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love. Another Academy Award winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about this? Life is Beautiful. Oh, my God. That fucking movie, not only does it age well, but it, it ages better as time goes on yep. because it will always be relevant. It is a timeless film that Harvey Weinstein put his fucking goddamn stamp of approval on. Sure, it's distribution, but he still put a stamp of approval on it. Yep, he did, even though he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah exactly, piece of shit. But don't fucking say just because he picked the fucking movie. That means that his stamp of approval, oh, she's all that. I mean, not that the movie's great, but she's all that. Does that, does that not age well? Yeah, and also uh, the Cider House rules. Cider House fucking rules! What up, Princess Mononoke? <sighs> Princess Mononoke is a beloved anime. Oh, look, Chocolat, another Academy Award nominee. Oh, yeah, Chocolat. Chocolat. Bridget Jones's Diary, oh, a shit. beloved rom-com. Hmm. Not that, though. Doesn't age well no. just because of that. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is more of a, you know, you, you, you like it if you like it. There's I know. No, I can understand people not liking uh, it. Amelie. Amelie. Fucking Amelie. Another Academy Award winner? I don't Nominee? Remember. No idea. I don't remember. Um, we'll do one more. Let's see. One more. Pokemon Forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves Pokemon. Uh, maybe we'll show Chicago. Academy Award winner. Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York! Doesn't age well, though, apparently. Chicago. I mean, I mean he's got all ridiculous. these, like, freaking, like, Academy Award winners and shit. I know, but they don't age well, apparently. Yes. Jersey Girl, whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to go further because you get my fucking point! They're morons! Yes. <laughs> Nothing says this is going to be uh, woke as fuck mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein's Harvey Weinstein's stamp of approval. Yep. I <sighs> The Station Agent, a movie about a, a midget. I know I'm saying midget. They say little person or whatever, um, which is he's the main character and he does a fucking bang up job of uh, Dinklage. Yeah. Amazing in that movie. That movie's amazing. He's the main character. He's not made fun of. They don't even talk about him being a midget in the entire yeah. movie. But no, not woke. It's not, not woke. woke at all. Just because he's like a little person. I'm just saying, she's not. saying that, that nothing says woke. Blah, 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 blah. Well, what about that movie? Station Agent is a Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein movie. Yeah. And that movie, I would consider it, even though I fucking hate the idea of woke culture. Yeah. A pretty woke. Yes. Idiots. Just to get this fully clear right off the bat, there are some shitty people behind this movie. (laughs) I still think it's a great movie. Fair enough. You are, generally speaking, much better than me at separating the art from the artist. Yes. I have a lot of difficulty with that, and you are able to 
look at something Idiots. in a vacuum, which is a talent. That I well, I also saw it in real time, so I didn't know. I wouldn't see a Woody Allen movie today. Mm-hmm. No, Why? Like a new Woody Allen movie today. Why not? We all know. And I'm Why is one okay and the other's not? I'm never going to watch any Brian us. Singer movie. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, these fucking people are so fucking stupid. I can't separate the art from the artist. I can watch an old Woody Allen movie, but not one after. When? I mean, fucking, he was a piece of shit a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, he's been a piece of shit. Yeah, he's always been a piece of shit. So where's your cutoff? What's yeah. what's a Woody Allen movie that you can watch? And what's a Woody Allen movie that you can't watch? Can you watch Ants? I mean, what? where is the line? I don't know. Probably like uh, ants would probably be. <laughs> that's, that's where the line is. Yes. You can watch ants with nothing after. <laughs> yeah, nothing after ants. <laughs> Oops. All right. Best editing. Best editing, which I realize it's not just editing for time. That's not what they're talking about in that award. But this movie is two hours and 34 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Unnecessarily. There's about maybe a full hour of story in this movie. Maybe. And it goes nominated for best editing. Should have kept editing. Should have taken another pass, in my opinion. (laughs) Look, the guy himself has good comedic timing. I'm not going to lie. But he's a piece of shit and he's wrong. Yeah. He should have kept editing. Should you have? Should he have kept editing? Why? Because you didn't find it necessary? Because you didn't get anything? Because you're not, you don't analyze the movie? You don't really understand the movie that well? Didn't, Didn't, you didn't get it? Is that what it is? You just didn't get it? I feel sorry for you. We didn't get a movie. So easy to get, too. Hmm. Dumb. Just dumb. Sucks that you're so dumb. You're just dumb. God, he's dumb. Too dumb. So dumb. The only two women in the film that I would say have real characters are Fabienne and Mia. I don't think the other smaller roles really stood out to me as anything other than... Just like the word joke is not correct because I, I, I didn't think they were jokes and I didn't think they were hollow, but they were. I mean, Rosanna Arquette is in legitimately 30 seconds of this movie. A lot of- She's in like five minutes, maybe yeah. not 30 seconds. Legitimately yeah. 30 seconds. Legitimately. She's, she's in five fucking minutes. She has a whole monologue yeah. at the beginning about where all of her piercings are. Yeah. And then she has a fucking dialogue between her and Eric Stoltz for a while. Twice. Yeah. Are. Yeah, so I but Rosanna Arquette has a character. Yeah. Like I know yeah. that woman. The minute I see her, I'm like, yes, I get who exactly who that is, and she plays it so well. Yeah, I I guess I don't know if I credit that to the writing or to her. It's the writing. Okay. It's the writing. It was written well. I mean, she herself is good, but like she the was character was written so you would understand who it is, what yeah, she's doing. Exactly. <sighs> and it's not like Quentin Tarantino does improv movies. No. (laughs) It's not Judd Apatow. (sighs) Call a quarter pounder a quarter pounder in in France. They call it a Le Royale or whatever. Like, I, it's just really funny to me. I just think it's really cute. I I forgot to, I didn't cut out the part, but at the beginning she says that she loves this movie so much. She knows the, she owned the script, which I do too. It's in my bookshelf. You Mm. can go see it. um, The entire script. Uh, she owns the script, and she has read it so many times that she can recite the script by heart. Oh, yeah. Which is funny, because... A quarter pounder, a quarter pounder in yeah. in France. They call it the Le Royale or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 
an yeah. iconic scene that's not only in all the commercials, yes. not only on the soundtrack, yep. but everybody fucking can tell you that it's Royale with cheese. Yes, it's Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Even people who have never seen the movie know that reference, yes. yet she doesn't. The one who can recite the whole movie she from back to front. She calls it Lay Royale. Lay Royale! Yeah. Samuel Jackson has this amazing scene mm. where he uh, where he just intimidates the shit. Out you heard that right? Is this amazing scene? Did you hear the, his response? What was his real response? Listen closely. Samuel Jackson has this amazing scene mm. where he uh, he hates Samuel Jackson. It, it, ugh. Right away. Ugh. What a hateable person this is. Where he just intimidates the shit out of Frank Whaley. Uh, my note on that scene was, I don't find five-minute dick-swinging scenes entertaining. Oh, my God. Unless when, they're literally dick-swinging. When... <laughs> Again, guy's kind of funny. But still! Wrong! That, is that what it is? He is a dick-swinging scene? He would love uh, Wild Things. Well, because <laughs> there's definitely a swinging dick in that movie. Oh, yeah, and the piano. That's got a dick-swinging scene. It does. Scene. Yeah. With Harvey Keitel. Yeah. He's also in this movie. Reservoir, oh, and he was also in River, Reservoir Dogs. And Wait, he, was it Harvey Keitel? Harvey Keitel was yeah, in yeah, this was. movie drinking the coffee, and he said... No, 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 I, I, I know who he is. I'm just saying... Uh, in the piano, that's him, the right? Piano. Naked. That's that's uh that's his dick, isn't it? Because he's naked in in um Bad Lieutenant. Oh, never mind. Who the fuck is in the bad? Is in the piano? Pia- I think he is too. I'm gonna look it up. Maybe he's in the Bad Lieutenant. Which one has the dick in it? I think I think they both do. Oh shit! I do think both they both might have- be Harvey Keitel. I think he showed his dick multiple times. Oh, does he? Does he just like to show his dick? He swings his dick. He on. swings his dick all. Um, over maybe place. it is a bad lieutenant, Harvey Keitel. Uh, well, Kai- well, while you're looking that up, fucking this fucking guy is such a fucking moron. He, how could you not like that scene? I know it doesn't make any sense. Was his dick in there? Wait for you. He, he was in it, but does he does, does his dick I swing? I said pro- probably is him. He was probably naked in both. Oh yeah, he just likes to be naked. He likes his, so he wishes that Harvey Keitel, while drinking that delicious gourmet coffee, was swinging his dick. Yeah, he does. He really does. Okay. There's it, one really interesting thing that happened that I just wondering what your take on it is. They they go there and they drive there and they're they're about to get out of the car and she says. Don't be a square. And she, when she says square, she traces like a square in uh-huh. the air. And these little white dots appear. Yes. And then disappear. Yes. That stylization never happens again in the movie. Nope. It's the only time. I mean, look, I this movie did make me think about this because I literally went. The only thing I can come up with is that it was supposed to be a representation of him being high. That yeah. he was perceiving her doing it and he saw that. But then I was, when it didn't continue to happen and become more and more pronounced, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know why that was there one thing when i was a kid uh there are more things i don't like about this movie now as an adult but the one thing i hated about the movie when i was a kid was that scene oh really hated it (laughs) because i was like why would you break the fourth wall like that why would you introduce like exactly i was expecting it to come back yeah and also i just didn't like it i like that the movie was so grounded yeah it's that's the thing that makes it interesting to me like it's 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 all these you know it's grounded in a very heightened reality exactly it takes itself seriously Pulp Fiction takes itself seriously. When does it take itself seriously? Does it take itself seriously? It's a serious movie? When the hell did we see that? <laughs> um, do you know why she traces a square? It's not a square. It's a fucking... Oh, uh, a rectangle. Rectangle. So that's funny. It's a joke. But but the reason is, um, did you used to watch cartoons when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch this. Here's a clip of this. If they lose that... 
the problem falls in your lap. When your folks are square, then you must prepare. What do you gotta prepare? The parent trap. So they just did it, the parent trap. Here's the Flintstones. Oh, Betty. Yes, Wilma. Did you hear the lowdown on Hi-Fi? No, Wilma. What is it? Well, I got it from a reliable source. Hi-Fi is really a square. No. You mean like four corners? That's exactly what I mean. Hmm. They just did it in the Flintstones? Here with the tra- track. Okay, so now we have Sam and Friends, which is original The trouble was, I kept on advancing, and then I got interested in jazz. Oh, I don't like jazz. Jazz has a very different look to it. Square. It moves, see? Yeah, like this. Get it. Jazz square. Oh, cool. Square. Yeah. Jeremy Bermy. Gee, I yeah. see. <laughs> Jeremy Barry. Three little boxes that you know this cartoon from Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. oh, the pigs were due for a big surprise for the wolf appeared with red rimmed eyes. Oh, you cool. Oh, you cool. Oh, you cool, man. Cool. Well, to show he was friendly, he shook their hand, announced he was joining up with a band. Instead of starting an argument, I wanted to and away they were head. Yep. Three little pigs were really gassed. They'd never they heard a square. such a Because they called them a square. Yeah. It was a common joke yeah. in old cartoons. Yeah. Is my point. And that's why fucking she does it in that movie. Yeah. And then in Kill Bill, she does it again, but doesn't finish the square. She yeah. does like a, like yeah. a half Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason. Yeah. And just because you didn't get it. Yep. Doesn't mean that there was no reason. You're just fucking stupid. Yes. You're fucking dumb. People are very dumb. Yep. <sighs> My thing about it is if you're going to show me a two and a half hour movie, then I want you to have two and a half hours worth of story. And if two minutes of your movie is devoted to just two people dancing, that means you didn't have two and a half hours of story. And it, fo- directly following a 90 second tracking shot going in just to show off the set that you built, like... I find that indulgent. I find that very self-indulgent. Uh, yeah, two minutes of dancing is a problem. God forbid we dance and show the characters having a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know why we... I mean, there's two reasons. One, it's it's a, a reference to the uh, Fellini movie, whatever. But, like, it's... It, I mean... We're supposed to show the characters having a good time and getting to know each other. And, and finally, their inhibitions are, are released as, as they do this dance. So it leaves them to turn into these people dancing back to Mia Wallace's home yeah. with the trophy. And then it gives Travolta a reason to be like, I want to fuck this girl. Mm-hmm. And I think she wants to fuck me. But I can't do that because Marcellus's wife. Yes. Because she's Marcellus's wife. And and so we can't do. That. I mean, there's a reason that this show is two minutes of dancing. Yes. Where's the self indulgence? I, I don't understand this. I think the tracking shot. He thought that the tracking shot was self indulgent. Okay. What do you think about the tracking shot? Because I'm going to tell you right now. I think that that should have been five minutes. Yeah. I loved looking at all the corners of fucking that restaurant. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. 
I enjoy that because, like, it's like what makes it self-indulgent. Because he's saying he was showing off the set that they built. Yeah, so they built the set. Wouldn't you want to show it off? A lot of people put a lot of work into it. Yeah, it's, he's not showing it off so look what I did. He's showing it off in the fact that look at this place that you probably want to go. Yeah. Look how awesome this is. Don't you want to be there? Yeah. They sure want to be there. And it shows like Travolta kind of like wandering around, kind of uncomfortable. Again, he is fucked up on heroin right now. Yeah. So he's just kind of wandering around looking at all these things from the fifth. I mean, like, there's a reason. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Quick tussle. And then the guy who owns the pawn shop suddenly has a shotgun on both of them. It is crazy. So the Billy Bob takes the shotgun. <laughs> we should call him Billy Bob. We don't know that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna name him that. He, I think he does get a name. In the, the other guy, Zed is, is Zed is the security guard. Zed is the other guy. I don't know. I think this guy does get a name, but yeah. I don't remember what it is. The person who owns the script knows it back and forth. Yeah, but she doesn't know that Maynard is the other guy's name. If she like no, if she's read it like. A bunch of times, like, shouldn't she know all this? And she could recite it? Like, shouldn't she know? Yeah, because I know every character in that movie. And fucking, it's Maynard and Zed are those characters. Yeah. It ain't that fucking hard to figure it out. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. These people are so dumb. They claim to be these experts and they don't know shit. No. All right, here we go. This is where it gets really fucking... Oh, God. This was disgusting. They're, like, I don't want to see this in a movie. What? And I don't, what? I can't really um, say that I think it has artistic value. Oh, the Ooh, fucking- interesting. I, I, A, we know maybe now that. First of all, how is that interesting? How is that thought process interesting? Like, why would she go, Ooh, interesting. I mean, she clearly disagrees. She likes the movie. Yeah, she likes the but movie. Because he said it had no artistic merit, she, her ears perked up. What? Ooh, interesting. Okay. Why? I don't what was so it. interesting about that? It's wrong. Yes. Most male-on-male rape is not perpetrated by homosexuals, but I don't think that that was something that was people were super aware of in the 90s, and I'm positive that Quentin Tarantino wasn't aware of it in the 90s. I don't... He's positive that Quentin Tarantino didn't know that rape and gay were separate. Uh, what? Positive. Positive. That Quentin Tarantino didn't know that rape and being gay were separate, two separate things. Right. Uh, let's let's let, just just to make sure I heard that well. I'm gonna just rewind it just a bit because that sounds like a ridiculous statement. We know maybe now that most male-on-male rape is not perpetrated by homosexuals, but I don't think that that was something that was people were super aware of in the 90s. Okay, so he's saying that most that most male-on-male is not perpetrated by gay people. Cause it's, yeah. it, but it's, it's male-on-male. We already said it has nothing to do with gay. Yeah. It has to do with power. Yeah. It has nothing to do with gay. They could also, in turn, be gay. Yeah. Or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know what their sexual orientation is. But it doesn't matter. Right. It has nothing bad, to do with bad anything. people. That's all it is. When I saw this movie at 13 years old, I didn't say, wow, gay people are crazy. You know what I said? Rapists sucking, sucking. Rapists fucking suck. Yeah. Rape is terrible. People shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's what I say in my head. I go, yeah. shit, those fucking people are horrible. Yes. 
It's not about being gay. It never crossed my mind to think no. that. I'm positive that Quentin Tarantino wasn't aware of it in the 90s. I don't. I never got the impression that Zed was gay. I don't think you would, but I'm would not be surprised if Quentin Tarantino thought that he was gay. Why? Why, Why do you Why think that he... about Tarantino? In I what world it. do you think that Tarantino is fucking so goddamn stupid that he doesn't understand? Where do you get that? Doesn't make any sense. No. I actually disagree. There's nothing about these two characters, the two rapist characters, that say anything. There's nothing. It, it's all like from a place of like uh, white supremacy. But yes. they're going to rape the white guy too. Well, they're they're just disgusting. They're just monsters. I maybe. Do you think it's because of the gimp and like the the yeah. like that, that's like a little bit of like a gay? They're making f- they're he there is something in that scene as a gay man who does not participate in any kind of S and M or gimpery or anything like that. Gimpery. <laughs> gimpery. Well, first of all, the gimp has nothing to do with. Sexual with with um not sexual out but like freaking it has nothing to do with being gay or not because that only has to do with BDSM yeah it's BDSM that's it it only has to do with with that type of of dominatrix situation there could be gimpery as he says in gimpery. straight sex and there normally there is in yeah BDSM. and I know people like who are straight who participate in Gimpery or whatever. Right. And they're straight. And they do all go to BDSM parties and they participate in Gimpery. <laughs> right. he says, it's, you don't have to be gay. Like No. <laughs> he's pulling his straws here and he's trying to make a really good argument about it. Yeah. And every time she says something that's like, has merit to it, he just goes, yeah, but no. But no, he's gay. that's the way Tarantino is. No. Why, why is he making these judgments about Tarantino? For what reason? No. Gimpery, is that a word? That I was like, I am feeling like this is in some way making fun of me. Wow. Never would have occurred to me. I don't think that he was like, oh, this is what gay men do. That's not what I'm trying to say. No, because There's, it's so clearly rape. Yeah. At the same time, they're keeping a man downstairs who appears to be down there willingly. I think so. Like they, I don't they get leave the gimp the, part. They <laughs> leave the gimp to watch Bruce Willis. So... Okay. Again, the gimp has nothing to do with the sexuality of the two men. Mm-hmm. The gimp has to do with the rape, and they're keeping this this fucking guy there in this weird sexual deviant as as a what's his name Mason would have said yeah in this terrible this rapist mentality mm-hmm. as somebody uh, well in this case to as he says to watch them or whatever yeah. but. He, I'm sure the gimp is part of it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? These fucking group of rapists who do terrible things yeah. to people. Yes, they're just terrible people. I'm sure if two women came in, they would have raped them too. Yep. It doesn't matter who you are. No. And now the other problem for these people. Oh, God. They pull off into Jimmy's house. Jimmy is a friend of Jules, played by Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Yeah, this is the... It's weird, because the rape scene, obviously, is extremely problematic, Mm -hmm. but this is the scene where I was like, holy shit, this does not age well. And actually, it's not even that it doesn't age well. In 1994, I was like, no. You can't do this. This is bad. So they walk in, Quentin Tarantino... Can you hear my eyes roll right now? Mm. We all know what they're getting at. Yes, I know, of course. 
definitely kind of almost seems like a suburban dad. Like that is like the that's the look he's the going look for. he's going yeah. for. And he it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yes. It's a joke. Just yes. has an opening monologue. He's mad at them for bringing this dead body to his house, and he drops the end bomb like fifty goddamn times again and again. And you just again. said goddamn. I'm sure people would hate that. Yeah, probably. Yep. So, but so you're anti-religion? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. But you actually said it as a person, whereas they do it in a movie as a script, yeah. as a, a, a piece of art. Yeah. Again, it, like, it's really disturbing. Yeah. The pro- it also is, <laughs> you wrote this movie. Yes, you are, and we know this. Even when I was a kid watching this movie, yeah. I knew that was the writer-director. And if you go- Oh, you even knew that as a knew, kid? I knew that it was the uh, writer-director. I knew that was the guy who did the movie. <sighs> Everybody did, you idiots. Movie, and you gave yourself this part that got to say the n-word got to it, li- got i mean to. i mean literally probably like six or seven times in the mm-hmm. space of a 90 second monologue yep. at most mm-hmm. uh you you did it on purpose <laughs> you, do you, it did on, you do it on purpose <laughs> okay i mean this is fucking insanity how do people not understand that this is a character yes sure he's playing the character does did he write it for himself no. Michael Madsen, I know, was supposed to originally play Vincent Vega, who was supposed oh, really? to play, yeah. But it wasn't going to be Vincent. It was going to be his character from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. But he was doing something else, and then it ended up being John Travolta. Yeah. So I'm sure there were other casting issues going on. Yeah. And maybe he wrote it for someone else, or maybe he just wrote the character and then said, well, I want to be in the movie. Yeah. I'll be this guy. Yeah. You know? I know people say that his acting is bad or whatever. I kind of find it funny. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense for this character to feel so entitled Mm -hmm. and so comfortable. Saying, dropping that. And what's what's disappointing, and uh, you and I are going to disagree on this, is I actually thought his, his cadence was funny. Yes. Like if he yes. had said dead body storage, uh-huh. like, did you see the sign in front of my house that said dead body storage? Uh-huh. I would have laughed. I uh-huh. would have thought that was really, really funny. Uh-huh. <sighs> dead body storage. Dead body storage. So, so let me get this straight. She wants to rewrite the script just like those other idiots wanted to rewrite so the script. So basically this is like um, the clean version of it or whatever. <laughs> Do you see a sign outside of my house that says dead body storage? (laughs) It's not funny. You're fucking stupid. How is that funny? I can't understand humor. I don't get humor. I don't know anything about comedy. (laughs) <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch. It's obviously like, I don't know, like, these people just don't understand. Like, it's obviously, like, that character had a history with jewels. Yes. And that's why he's comfortable speaking like that. Yes. Don't be stupid, no, dead no, no, body storage. Dead body storage. Like, if I parodied that when we when we did the uh, the musical, if I sh- changed their line to dead body storage, would that have made it more funny? No. Wasn't it funnier that I put dead villain storage? Yeah. Because it kind of sounds like the other one. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. 
That's the joke. That's the joke. Because instead of body, he says the N-word. I'm like, so the reason I think it might have been a black person, like intended for a black person, is because the woman who plays Bonnie is also African-American. That's my theory. I am doing a lot of work. (laughs) You're doing a lot of work coming up with why you think that that interracial couples are pieces of shit. Because that's what I just heard. Yep. I heard her say that the reason that this should have been a black person is because his wife is black. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. They hate interracial couples. Probably. You fucking bitch. They probably think that they're being woke by, uh, you know, not mixing races, probably. <laughs> Which is yep. the opposite of being woke. Yep. Because they're all pieces of shit. Anybody who uses woke, by the way, in a real setting that isn't being sarcastic is a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, freaking I told you, but I don't know, like, I told these guys. Um, like, I have a friend who's half Mexican and he was speaking Spanish, like, on the phone or something like that. And then this quote unquote woke millennial, um, had told him, you know, that's cultural appropriation, that a white man is speaking Spanish. That's not right. And then he, like, basically let him have it. And also, frickin' he's half Mexican. He appears white, Mm -hmm. but he's half Mexican and grew up with, like, an abuela and all this stuff like that. Beyond, pretend he wasn't. Yeah. You just said that these people said that white people cannot speak in Spanish. Yes. Even though it's a perk in almost every job yes. to be bilingual, yes, learning any other language is not intelligent anymore, according to these people. Yes, but offensive. Yes, apparently. So it's just called being lazy. Also, like <laughs> speaking different languages means that you're more intelligent. Yeah. So these people are getting stupider, but like claiming that they're smarter for right. being stupider. Exactly. And I personally uh, have trouble learning other languages. I'm good at most things, but learning other languages, it's the grammar. Like, because I I know the English, the American grammar. Yeah. And it's just, I can't, when things are backwards to me, it doesn't work. Well, that sucks. That's my own problem. Anyway... Uh, Amanda Plummer says a different line in the beginning and end. I know that bugs me when I every time I see it. And I when I first she in the beginning she says I'll kill every every last motherfucking one of you. Yeah, she says in the beginning because it was on the soundtrack, so I remember it. <laughs> she was like, "I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you." And then she. What about the the script that you mm. claim to be so obsessed yeah, with? Yeah, I know. Wasn't she obsessed with the script? Yeah. What, what are you bringing up the soundtrack for? Yeah, I know. <laughs> says, I will. I will kill all of you, motherfucker, yeah. or something like yeah. It's, Eh, it, bad, bad editing. Yeah, and it's... I would, I think, oh, yeah, that's right. It was a different line. No. Yeah. It's not bad editing. No, it's not bad ed- editing. So, the idea behind this, stupid, is that the first scene is seen from the view of Pumpkin and Honey Bunny. Yes. Second scene is from the uh, view of... Jules and Vern. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jules and Vern, yes, Jules the children Vern. of yes. Doc Brown. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to say Jules and Vern. I know. Um, Jules, because Vincent's in the bathroom. Yes. It's from Jules's point of view. Yes. And even though the first one is probably... Well, actually, I think the first one is probably not what they said. I think yeah. they portrayed themselves as being more badass than they are. Yes. Because I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! 
He's an awesome little, yeah. like, one-liner. Yeah, it's a one-liner that gets you into the, the song. Right. But I'll execute every one of you motherfuckers. Doesn't have the same no. punch. But that's really what they said. Yeah. And that's what Jules heard. Yeah. Now, I understand. It can't be abundantly clear to everybody. No. But it's not bad editing. No. There was a clear intention here no. of saying some... It, it's literally Tarantino telling you there's two sides to every story. Yes. Some of this may have happened. Some of this may not have happened. It's literally Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Literally Pulp Fiction. I, mean, I think you can see her mouth. Just cut away from her and like dub the correct line over again. I, oh, it's probably so just... But there's like every movie has something. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, there's, there's always something. It's like, not a good! Uh, but that this one, this one bugs me no. because it's on the soundtrack of the movie. So like, yeah. if you know the, the movie dumb. at all, you know that line you're is pretty dumb. iconic. You're That's dumb. what I mean. Like, I knew that line. You're oh. stupid! You're all fucking stupid! And why would he know it? He fucking had never seen the movie before and has no... Rel- so what, did he listen to the soundtrack before? And how would oh. he know that? It's not like the fucking cheeseburger line. They don't yell every motherfucking last one of you in the fucking commercial. No. So how does he know it? <sighs> All right, final thing, and then we're, we're, we'll fucking get the fuck out of here. These are uh, this guy's last thoughts. So here's the thing about this movie. We all know I didn't like it. I don't think that any of... The, scene, the problematic scenes that we talked about, I don't think they actually aged that poorly in the sense that I don't think they would have been good in 1994 either. I think like th- some of the criticism that I read about it was they called out that the rape scene as being like, this is, this is hard to watch. And they called out the scene with, the, with all the end bombs and stuff. So it's almost like... It's, it's hard to watch because it's supposed it's to be supposed uncomfortable. It's supposed to be hard and uncomfortable. Like, who enjoys watching a rape scene? I mean, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? There's tons of movies with rape scenes in it. You ever see Deliverance? We can say Deliverance is a terrible movie. I mean, there's tons of movies with rape scenes in it. They're not good people. No the rapists. They're, They're bad. Not. Yeah, exactly. You ever see I Spit on Your Grave? No. It's a revenge movie. Basically, the first twenty minutes of the movie, a woman's in the woods. Mm-hmm. She gets raped by like six people. Oh God. <laughs> just, just people just constantly raping her. It's terrible. It's awful, and it takes like 40 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> but then, the rest of the movie is her hunting each one down okay. and murdering them so beautifully. Oh, that's good. That's uh, revenge. Uh, revenge yeah. porn, as they yeah. call it, whatever. But like, yes, it's, um, it's it's hard to watch because it's a terrible thing. Yeah. It's not supposed to be easy to watch. Yeah, there's no such thing as a beautiful rape. Yes. Like, or like the, well, there's that song in uh, The Fantastics, which they changed. <laughs> they changed it to abduction. Right. It's like, rape, such a pretty rape. I didn't know you could sing so well. Oh, I don't know. It's like I've been taking lessons. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. It, it's it's ridiculous to think that if, if it was easy for you to watch a rape, you're probably a rapist. Yeah, that's fucked up. If you think that a rape is nice, then you are a fucking rapist yeah. and you're a terrible person. Or you're a murderer and, ra- and you and also rapist. love to watch rape. Yeah, that's, which still makes you a terrible person. Yeah. If you like this movie in 1994, nothing has really changed about it in yeah. the society to make it better or worse. I don't know. You for sure can't get away with those, those, those end bombs anymore. <clears throat> um, when did Django Unchained come out? <laughs> I don't know. What your I'm not actually asking. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Okay, 
Hateful Eight. That came out like 2015, 2016. Mm, something like that. I don't remember something like that. A few, few N words in there. Yeah. Most of them by white people. Yeah. Yeah. They're not supposed to be like. You're not supposed to be cheering on the N-words. Nobody like, in Pulp Fiction is a good person. No, just like in that uh, that episode of uh, Frickin' Sunny. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Just that episode, that the entire episode, show. Well, the entire show, but there's like the one uh, one episode where Danny DeVito wants to say the N-word. And oh, we're yeah. not supposed <laughs> to be like... We're like, not cheering him on to say it. No, we're, we're not supposed <laughs> to be it, like... Do it, do it. That, yeah. by the way, is the best episode of... Sun, oh, it's always yes. sunny until it, it. That actually did have a message at the end. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> Freaking, like, no episodes, like, none of the episodes really... Well, I mean, actually, no, there's a couple. But, like, most of the episodes, there's no actual message. Right. But that actually has a very surprisingly... Yeah. Poignant message. As did the last episode we saw, which was the season finale of yeah. 12, I want to say. I don't know. Whatever the one before the one we're on right now yeah, is. Yeah, because we missed out on like taping this one. Yeah. But like fucking, that season finale had a very poignant message. Yeah. And it so, ended night beautifully. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't get it. Mm. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Anyway. No, okay, that's what I was saying. Nobody in Pulp Fiction's a bad person. I mean, I'm sorry. Nobody in Pulp Fiction's a good person. Name one character who is a good person. Maybe Fabienne. Besides her. No one's a good person. No. Every, everyone is up to no good. Right. Fabienne, I think, she's with Butch, but she doesn't know that he was, he, she didn't know he was going to kill that guy. No. But then later on, she like she even says to him, like, are we in trouble? And he's like, yeah, she doesn't seem so fucking pissed about it. Mm, yeah. So maybe she's not that great. I don't know. We don't know. But she's the only one who possibly is a good person. Yeah. Esmeralda Villalobos, Vol Villalobos, excuse me, uh, the cab driver, is obsessed with fucking murder. Mm -hmm. Not her. Butch kills a guy, didn't have to do that. Also, he was going to fucking throw a fucking boxing match for money. Mm -hmm. He's a scumbag. Yeah. He's out. We already know that Vincent and fucking... Jules are both hitmen. Yes. Not good people. No. The people who stole Marcellus's Wallace's fucking thing is a piece of shit yes. because they were also gangsters who were doing bad things and they're thieves and they're stupid for stealing from fucking Marcellus Wallace. Yes. Bad people. Mia Wallace. She's married to fucking Marcellus Wallace. Yes. She's a terrible person. Also, she does drugs. Yes. Lance, he's a drug dealer. He's a bad person. His wife is the same, and white trash on top of it. Bad person. They're all bad people. Nobody's good. You're not supposed to cheer them on. No. And Honey Bunny, Bunny, Honey Bunny and Pumpkin are both bad. They're thieves, yes. They belonged in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> bad people, bad people. Prank caller, prank caller. That's my favorite line of the whole movie, by the way. Wait, when... We'll finish this in a second, but when Vincent is driving the Lances with a, with an ODing Mia Wallace mm -hmm. in the passenger yeah. seat, and he calls Lance, and Lance slowly walks to the fucking phone, mm -hmm. and he's eating fruit fruit. Oh yeah, fruit fruit. That's right. <laughs> yeah, which I think we might have talked about on the show. Um, he's eating fruit fruit, and he's on the phone. He's like, "I'm bringing this bitch to your house." I, she's ODing, I need your help. She's dying, man, you know? Yeah. And then he goes, wait, are you on a cell phone? 
And this is like when cell phones were like, nobody had a cell phone. 94 yeah, gone. Yeah, oh, no one had a cell phone. Yeah, except for the real. So they're like, of course, it could be traced by the police or whatever. Yeah. they were. So he's like, you had a cell phone? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and so he goes, I don't know who you are. Prank caller, prank caller. Oh, yeah, like, yeah that's funny. <laughs> All right. Sure. Right. I'd say that's probably the only... Like, I think you could still film the gimp scene in the exact same way. And I don't think anyone would call you out on it. Uh, well, there's nothing I don't wrong know. With it. That's I don't know. why. The, yeah. Because I there's nothing the wrong with it. The gimp no. scene is a goddamn problem. Yeah. You I yeah. agree. Okay. I, I don't think anybody. She said earlier in the episode mm-hmm. that she saw no problem with that scene yeah. and that he was wrong. Yeah. And then now, now she's saying that, that the gimp scene's a problem. Nice. This is less than 20 minutes later. Yeah. She changed her mind all of a sudden. Oh. Uh, no, I don't know. May I think that would probably get a pause. You, you, you'd get a, a network note, but not a not a cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And that's it. That's where we end <sighs> on the Pulp Fiction train here. Um, so instead of arguing with other people, that's what we decided to do. Um, what do you think is, like, honestly, like, out of a whole, what do you think, like, most people's issue with Pulp Fiction is, and how do you think that we could fix it so they would possibly like it? No one likes the length. No one likes that it's th- two hours and 34 minutes or whatever. Especially and, since fucking um, uh, Lord of the Rings is three and a half hours, oh, but nobody has a problem with that. Yeah. Why not? Because it's a journey. This is a journey. Yeah. But it's because uh, <laughs> people aren't, like, saying the N-word and, uh, you know, like putting their dicks in people or something right. like that. <laughs> um, people don't understand that this is a movie. No. That's what it is. People think that this is real life. Even yes. from what they said in this per- this particular episode, they're like, oh, oh this is based in reality or whatever this they were saying. so stupid. Oh, like, like in that, that one show where they're like, oh, you know, there's a lot of writing and uh, acting. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Well, some of the people are just dumbasses. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I think that they hate people seem to think that Bruce Willis is unnecessary. Right. And one person that. thinks Mia Wallace is unnecessary. Yeah. Um, what else? The thing is, nobody hates Jules. No one hates Jules. Except this guy, ucht him. Ugh. He ucht him. He ucht him, but he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. I would have put it really, in here if he did. Because you really can't hate him. How do you hate him? You can't hate him. Nobody seemed to really hate fucking Vincent either. Except no. There was also that one guy who was happy that he died over oh. Butch, but... That's, yeah. He was just really saying he liked Butch better. That's yeah. not really saying oh, yeah, that he, he wanted hated to fuck Butch or something. No, probably. <laughs> yeah, the swinging dick guy. Probably. You know the swinging sw- dick guy. He wants a swinging dick. But yeah, you can't hate Jules. No. And nobody hated Marcellus either. No. No. No one hates Marcellus. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, no one really hates Honey Buddy and Pumpkin. No, but they were saying that the scene was unnecessary. A couple of those, one of those yeah. groups of people, but not not as much as uh, Bruce Willis. So. Right, they hate Bruce Willis. Holy yeah. fuck! Did everybody hate Bruce Willis's character? Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. That's a great fucking segment. I mean, this, the the rape thing is is like the most iconic thing. Yeah. In every like, because that's what was it was parodied in the fucking Simpsons for God's sake. Mm. Simpsons. Oh, really? The Simpsons did it? Yeah, Simpsons did it. Freaking in uh, 22 short films about Springfield, the one with the, you know, steamed hams. Mm-hmm. That's that, that one. There's a whole entire fucking Pulp Fiction parody. It comes back like three times. Oh, shit. And it's all that scene. Oh, shit. Like it starts off with the scene in the car, the, you know, oh. the, the crusty, but they say, mm-hmm. what do you call a crusty burger in France or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. That's it. Pulp Fiction is one of the greatest movies. Uh, no, it is the greatest movie ever made. It is my favorite movie uh, of all time. 
Uh, other things have almost come to rival it, but they have not. Mm. We already listed out my favorite movies here. Um, Brazil is my second favorite movie oh, of all okay. time. And Clerks is number four. Mm. Wow. Didn't even crack the top three. Well, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. Clerks and Memento. Oh, okay. So, I have dumb favorite movies. That's I have okay. Wayne's World. It's a great movie. Hysterical. Uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch movie. I, I hate that movie, but I, I love, love the show. Movie. I forced all my friends to see it in college. I think the show is great. I just yeah. don't like the movie. I think yeah. the movie's not well done. I think that the animation is weird. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Oh, but that's me personally. It doesn't mean it's, you know, whatever. I loved it. And I love getting a good cry because I'm always sobbing at the end hysterically. Mm. Um, and a good old sound of music because, you know. Really? I didn't know that was one of your favorite movies. That's funny. I fucking love sound of music. Well, it's on Disney Plus, so you can watch mm, it whenever I you could. want. I could. I could. And what's scary is that it's like relevant to today. <laughs> By the way, Scary Movie is another one that was uh, Weinstein. Okay. So. And Scream. Both of them. Okay. They got both of them. Well, there we are. Hope you have fun. We'll see you next time for Clerks. Word. Any last words, Simone? Royale with cheese. What do they call a Whopper? I didn't go to Burger King. Take us out, Simone. Later. Later, fuckers. Jungle boogie. Jungle boogie. I'll get it up. Jungle boogie. Jungle boogie. Down with the boogie. Jungle boogie. Jungle boogie. Come on, everybody. Bump, 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 bump